Beautiful people of the internet, welcome to the BRB AFK podcast. I am your humble producer, Boston. Joining us here in the Zencaster Studios, as always, is the time being, Scott. Go ahead. Make my day. Uh, I will make it on Monday. Nice, um, nice. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> Thanks, we just lost Garfield as a listener. <laughs> I am okay with that. Um, <laughs> you lose Garfield all day long. Whoa! All day or day. I guess you're, you're team Heathcliff? Uh, I'm team funny. Oh! <laughs> so team Heathcliff! Oh! Yeah, Heathcliff was okay. Yeah, Heathcliff was great. Um, Joining us, as you can clearly hear, is our our illustrious host, Mr. Ryan Shipley. Yep, and thanks so much for playing a daytime believer for us. <laughs> Memory <laughs> of was it called daytime believer? Did I screw the song up? Um, I think so, but I I know what you mean. I know what song. I know what you mean. <laughs> Find daydream, it. daydream believer. Yeah, you know I'm a big monkeys fan. R.I.P. Monkey who passed away today. Oh, oh no, Michael Nesmith died today? Lawson, I hate no. to break this to you. This is the reason we're all here. We're not here to record an episode of the podcast. We're here intervention because we know how much that means to you. But yeah, is no. he the last one to die? Uh, oh, mm, Hold up. Okay. I don't know if that's accurate. Yes, please hold on. Okay, yeah. We'll get our guest and then she can come in here and, and talk about this with us. Yeah, while, while I'm looking yes. this up, welcome our guest, which is a, uh, a first of the podcast. Welcoming us for the second week in a row, um, which Ashley Wolfenberger. Or Wolfenberger. You are making history, Ashley. Ashley! Yay, hi, it's the same either way. Burger, barger, burger. <laughs> yeah, you know, however you want to pronounce it. If you ever open a burger joint, don't call it Wolfenberger. Yeah. Wolfenberger. Like, I, I imagine, like, a wolf in a business suit. A merger, yes. <laughs> it's better than, than Wolfbanger as well. We've been called that. Oh, so. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun. Okay. <laughs> But uh, Michael Nesmith um, passed away today. I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, 78 years old. So he had a good long life. He actually was in Tennessee um, not that long ago uh, performing on what they were calling at the time the last Monkeys tour, which obviously at this point really is, I guess. I know Davy Jones and Peter Tork are both dead. Uh, Mickey Dolenz is still alive. So he's the last of the remaining? This is 2019. Let me double check. Okay. Come on, Mickey. <laughs> Pull through for us. <laughs> We're counting on you, Mickey. Uh, That's Betty White, uh, what she's using. Okay. <laughs> Allegedly, he is still alive. Yep, 76 years young. Or, yeah, 76. Yep. But yeah, uh, Michael, Nes uh, Michael Nesbeth died, so he is the third of the monkeys to die. So, fun fact about the monkeys. Yeah. Did you know they never, they never wore matching outfits? Oh, that's really... Really? Uh, so, similar to the, Be the the Beatles always had sort of like matching outfits, especially when they were doing the suit the suit period. Yeah. Yep. But the monkeys would, they may have similar co like colors, but mm -hmm. they would always have different cuts. Okay. Huh. Or the shirts, the shirts would be different, or one of them wouldn't wear a tie, or one would be single-breasted while uh, two of them are double-breasted and the third triple-breasted. Like, it would always be just different. Like, so they looked similar, but not quite the same. Okay. And were they well, the man, first, like, real know. manufactured band? You know, like, today you have, like, stuff like uh, One Direction started as uh, basically a band that was formed together after, like, a reality show. Because um, they weren't a band before they started that show, right? 
I don't believe so. I know that they've always been uh, hailed as a manufactured group, although they kind of they, they did a really good job of like kind of leaning into that almost and making you know kind of making it their brand to be like mm-hmm. yeah yeah we're we're just we're just making this up so it doesn't matter what we do let's have fun. According to Wikipedia, they the years active for 1966 to 1971, then they took a break, then they came back for 1976, only that one year, and then they took a break again until 1986 to 89, and then 96 to 97, then 2001 to 2002, and then finally 2010 to 2021. So I think you can probably see in there where they had lost all their money. That's what I imagine probably was happening uh, during that time. But it was like one of those weird things that happened a lot in the 60s, right, where where bands would get together. And like the Beatles really were only together for like a decade, right, If maybe even less than a decade before they stopped uh, performing together. That's true, yeah. It's because of all the, all the sex and drugs. I mean, the Rolling Stones are the exception, of course. But no, they had some big hits. Last Train to Clarksville, oh, wow. I'm a Believer, Pleasant Valley Sunday, and Daytime Believer. Uh, eight, actually, eight years. The Beatles, oh, the Beatles? The Beatles were only actually together for eight years. Isn't that kind of crazy? The Beatles lasted longer than the Confederacy. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> okay, that's really good. Um Isn't that crazy, though? And if you look at the Beatles when they first formed in, like, what, 1960? Mm-hmm. To what they looked at in '68 when they when they uh, when they uh, basically broke up, it's crazy how much change they had in their life in those eight years. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I going from going from being one of the biggest faces on the on the planet to refusing to tour because the fans were making it so dangerous. Ugh. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, talk about first world problems. Is that the first real time? where that's ever happened like with a music act is like where the the fans were that crazy as far as like being outside of their hotel rooms crying and stuff do you think like mozart or wolfgang ever had to deal with that <laughs> so allegedly yes um really there uh i don't remember who it was um because I was, I was re- i was i was watching it recently uh but yeah there were apparently several um, performer Liberace, I think, was one that people were worried because he was he his performances were causing people to faint. People were getting so worked up about being in his presence and wow, uh, fanboying that fan, fanboying that hard. Okay. Also, if we want to, you know, <laughs> uh, yeah, there there were, I can't remember who who it was, but there were a few that got like banned. Like they they weren't they weren't allowed to come back because. The, wow. the fans are causing such a stir. I get that way when I get around Ashley. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I what Liberace looked like when he was young then, because I cannot... The Liberace that's in my brain right now, that doesn't make any sense. So I need to see what young <laughs> Liberace looks like. Hey, everybody. This is Boston. I'm editing this right now, and I want to correct myself. That whole ordeal. Franz lists. Franz lists was the gentleman who... Pianist who drove people crazy... In fact, they made an entire word based off of it. So mania. Yeah, you should read up on him. Bye. He was also incredibly talented. I remember the first time ever seeing that when I was <laughs> when I was growing up was uh, Michael Jackson, obviously. Um, oh, around yeah, that time, yeah. it was like the early, like late eighties, early nineties, and I just remember like, why are they passing out? A little five year old me was. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I was going to say, I remember the first time I ever heard of Michael Jackson was when Thriller was super big. And I was at my cousin's house in Maryland, and they showed me the Thriller video. And that day, I was like, Michael Jackson is the greatest person to ever exist. <laughs> and I became <laughs> nice. a fan. It was a great video, man. It was a great video. I guess, like, you were five at that time, so you were at the tail end of Michael Jackson's career, Ashley? No, well, 93. I mean... Okay, yeah. I was five at... Well, wait, I was five at 92. 93. Okay. No, I guess he was still going big, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. He still made a lot of things in the 90s. A big question. Do you think everything about him is real? Like, all the bad stuff? That's a good question. <laughs> he definitely made it hard to not believe it. Just how he acted and stuff. Um, but yeah, it's... I, I was just going to say, I, I, I was such a, you know, when I first saw the people fainting, I didn't understand why. But then as later, you know, later years, I kind of realized, you know, oh, my God, if I ever got to see Michael Jackson live, I'd probably do the same. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, me and my best friend in middle school um, watched that. Um, uh, what was that movie called? We watched it so many times that I can't even remember. Moonwalker? It's like yeah, Moon, Moonwalker. Yes. Yeah. We watched it over and over and over. We killed it. And yeah. um, it was just hard for me to accept that, you know, he would do such things. So it's, I mean, yeah. I, for the longest time I was defending him and saying, you know, he just had a weird childhood. He yeah. wasn't like that. It just seemed like he did. <laughs> you know, it was just seemed yeah. weird. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's hard to, it's really hard to, not believe it seeing all the evidence it's some weird stuff i mean he was never found guilty of anything right but i remember they had one point where this british uh and reporter who did a lot of like tabloid type stuff right interviewed him and halfway through the interview michael jackson made him climb up in a tree to finish the interview and i thought that was pretty awesome so (laughs) so yeah and now, Boston, have you ever heard the story about where Michael Jackson and Corey Feldman stopped being friends? I do not recall that story, no. Okay, so it's uh, 9-11, right? The 9-11. A few days earlier, Jackson was in town because him and the Jackson 5 were doing a, uh, doing like a tribute concert, like a reunion concert. And 9-11 hit, and Michael Jackson commandeered a bus to get him out of the city. And Corey Feldman at that point had been hanging out with them. And when Corey Feldman went to get on the bus, Michael Jackson was like, no, you can't go with us. Like a Lane Kiffin situation. (laughs) Yeah. So Corey (laughs) Feldman believed that Michael Jackson left him to die (laughs) in New York City. And they actually, at one point, were going to make a movie about this. Really? Yeah. I want to see whatever happened to that movie. But this is weird that we're talking all this stuff on our Christmas episode. But (laughs) (laughs) hey, man, the first twenty minutes we always go off. Yeah, I wish we go off script, but we don't really have a script, so (laughs) that's not really a fair way of saying it. Yeah. Um, Okay. Yeah, Corey Feldman says he can no longer defend Michael Jackson, and this is because Michael Jackson left him to die. Well, I'm like, I guess I can't blame him. I was trying to look up a quote about Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson, but I can't seem to find it. Oh, was this about, was this after Michael Jackson did what he did to Paul McCartney? Uh, 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 bought out all the, bought all the music, uh, bought all the Beatles songs? Yes. Yeah. Uh, bought out, bought out Apple Records. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. So uh, they met. This was on the the uh, what was it? Say any say say anything, right? That was the the music video they were on. It was either that one or um, the girl is my, I know the girl is mine. He was on that track. Okay. But uh, yeah, I think it was say say say. Yep. And Michael Jackson was like, "Hey, you know what? You if you want to make some really good movie, movie money, it's buying artists' catalogs." Because then you'll make money whenever they're uh, you license the you know the song out to like Nike or I don't know why I got Otis Spunkmeyer's cookies in my bed. Yes, I don't know why that was like like Ryan. Whatever, whatever Otis Spunkmeyer, but yeah, I was ready to ready to cash out. And yeah, get in on the media train. <laughs> yeah, um, but in the shut down, uh, yeah, uncle or grandma's whatever. But uh, Michael Jackson decided, like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. And then he bought the Beatles records, which I think he ended up having to sell, right, when he went bankrupt. Uh, as I understand it, uh, it stayed with him until uh, – because that was what I was looking at here was that it was still in his, it was still in his possession when he died. Because there was really? apparently uh, – someone made up stories – or so- someone in the media made up some stories that he was planning on giving it back to the Beatles or back to McCartney – when he died yeah and mccartney had to come out and be like yeah no that was never a thing we i i knew what was happening we're fine like it's it's okay really so um that michael jackson movie i don't know if it ever got made but this is from 2016 um history's freakiest road trip is being dramatic dramatized for a one-off special after the terrorist attacks in september 2001 celebrity pals michael jackson oh shit i forgot Elizabeth Taylor and Marlon Brando were also on the bus. Oh, no. Wow. After the terrorist attacks in September 2001, celebrity pals Michael Jackson, Elizabeth Taylor, and Marlon Brando tried to drive back to California, or so the story goes as reported in Vanity Fair in 2011. Jackson had invited the pair to his Madison Square Garden concert, but when planes were canceled after 9-11, the three of them hired, oh, hired a car and tried to drive home, getting as far as Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the story was denied by one of taylor's assistants who said the actor stayed behind in new york but the myth has only grown and now the tale is being turned into a one-off movie uh shakespeare's in love actor joseph fines was has signed on to play jackson Stalker, yes. really, that's what really that's what people remember uh fines for anyway what else <laughs> um what's the big thing for you for joseph fines Oh, I'm sorry. I I thought you you said Joseph. I yeah, was thinking, you were uh, thinking Ralph Fiennes, uh, weren't you? Ralph Ralph Fiennes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> don't say that. Um, <laughs> sorry. Stalker Channing <laughs> would play Elizabeth Taylor, and Brian Cox was cast as Brando. Did he? Yeah, that checks out. Didn't he? He died, right? Brian Brando and uh, all three of them are dead now. Oh no, Brian no, Cox I mean, is still Brian. alive. I think he's on um, Secession. I was thinking of of, of a Rip Torn. <laughs> yeah, Rip, Rip Torn is dead. Brian Brian Cox is well and alive. Okay, yeah. um, they look acor- alike. According to Fines, the road trip took them a while because they had to stop at a lot of Burger Kings for Marlon Brando. <laughs> 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 That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if this ever got made. They were also uh, working on a biography by uh my meanwhile jackson's last days are the subject of a new tv series in development and a screenplay about bubbles <laughs> oh wow the monkey yes 
Wow. But can you imagine <laughs> like going to a Burger King to get yourself a nice meal and you look across and sit in a dining table is Michael Jackson, Elizabeth Taylor, and Marlon Brando? <laughs> I I probably would not have believed it for quite some time. No. <laughs> yes. And not like, a whole lot of people would believe you because camera phones weren't a thing back then. Oh, yeah, <laughs> were they? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Bill Murray thing where he would like go, he would just walk down the street, go up to people. Allegedly, he would just go to people and like steal their fries off their plate. <laughs> <laughs> and then look them dead in the eye and be like, no one's going to believe you. And then yeah. walks away. That's amazing. <laughs> this is for Ghostbusters. Yeah. <laughs> this is for all I've done in your childhood. <laughs> I like what I like the best about Bill Murray is he is at that point where he is comfortable. He knows who he is as a person. Like supposedly, mm -hmm. like um, to get him to do a movie, he doesn't have an agent. You have to find his phone number, call him, and pitch him the movie. Like, the only reason he did Garfield is because he got called by somebody, and their last name was Cohen, and he thought they were one of the Cohen brothers. <laughs> and he was like, this will be interesting what the guys behind Fargo do with Garfield. It's only once he had the script in hand that he realized he had made a mistake. Well, they just hit his and hit his back out. Yeah. Have I ever told you one of the things that may always made me giggle about Bill Murray doing Garfield? What's that? And why, why I thought it was a deliberate choice. Yeah. So, Bill Murray plays Peter Venkman in the Ghostbusters. Yes. And then in the real Ghostbusters animated series, voiced by, oh, Dave Coulier. I didn't forget about that. Wait, what? Uh, Dave Dave Coulier. Oh, uh, Uncle uh, uh, Joey. Uncle, yeah. Yeah, Joey. Yeah, cut it out. Um... <laughs> And then, if the I'm not mistaken, he also did the voice of Garfield in the series that was also going on at the same time. Dave Coulier? Wait a minute, I'm not fine. Is this like a... Have I, have I, been, have I been lying to myself? This is this time? a Mandela this like effect that's happening right I'm now? Sorry, are, we, are, we, are we in a Twilight Zone? Because here's how bad it is. I've not Googled it yet, but I think Garfield was played by Lorenz Tate. And I hope I'm wrong, because I don't want that knowledge in my head. <laughs> uh well hold up okay let's find out have... i i may i may have this may be another um crazy lords thing where uh <laughs> i have done something i i have i have messed up horribly it can't be crazy lords played garfield no 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 hold up that's not what i said that's what I'm, I'm uh, hearing. <laughs> I need this to, is a girlfriend from the 1980s. Come on. Frank Welker uh, played Garfield. Okay, so yes. in the Garfield and Friends show, Lorenzo Music. Lorenzo Music did Garfield. Okay, so I don't know what... I don't know where my brain was going. I always thought as a kid that whoever voiced Venkman also voiced Garfield because they sounded very similar to my little brain, my little kid ears. I'm, hor I, I'm horribly wrong. So it makes sense to me that Bill Murray played Venkman. Venkman was voiced by this dude. Garfield was also voiced by this dude. So Garfield is voiced by Venkman now. 
or, or by by Bill Murray. So I, I always well, thought this weird, trying to go with this beautiful cyclical thing, and I have apparently been lied to again by myself. By yourself. <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I respect that, man. I respect it. <laughs> Iggy. Yeah. I, yeah, USA here is never it was like it was like that moment where it, when it's like, oh, it's time to go get something to drink. <laughs> <laughs> well you need to do Are you um are you familiar with was it Lasagna Cat? Lasagna Cat? No. On YouTube. Is that voiced by Dave Coulier? Why does that sound so familiar to me? <laughs> no, it is a... Uh, it is a batshit crazy... Well, Wait, uh, is it, it the a, thing where a, they where they take Garfield out of the strip and it's like John Arbuckle's just crazy? So that is Garfield minus Garfield, which is also fucking brilliant. Yes. Um, but Lasagna Cat is a bit darker take on it. Okay. Um, where they go into... Like they they recreate they recreate the entire strip with live action uh, actors, and then have a secondary thing that's just batshit crazy that's related to the strip but is its own monster. Yeah. Uh, and then they did uh, they, they 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 came back after a few years and did uh, oh god it was like a five hour video. <laughs> Jesus. It, if you get a chance, uh, ins- yeah, just check it out. Uh, Inside of Mind did a breakdown on it okay. on YouTube, and it's it's just it's bizarre and amazing and, and terrible. And it's live but, actors playing Garfield and the rest of the cast? Yep, live actors playing Garfield and Odie. Okay, and they Garfield's actually having a big week because we're, we're talking about Garfield right now, and Garfield just got announced to be the first DLC character for Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, which is a weird game because it's it's a budget title to begin with, right? But since it's a budget title, they didn't want to pay voice actors, so none of the characters oh, have no. none of the characters speak in the game. No. Oh man! Yes. Really? Yes. So as characters are getting punched, they're just silent. So you don't get like any of the Ninja Turtles <laughs> catchphrases or any of that stuff. They said maybe later on there will be DLC with voice. Yeah, the, yeah. The, 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 the the DLC where you get to actually hear things. Great. Can they at least do like the nineteen sixties Batman pop ups? Oh, give y'all a pal. That's what they should do. Lasagna. <laughs> Lasagna. Um, yeah. What was the one they did? Uh, Monday suck. Have you, have you seen the one, uh, the Warner Brothers one? Oh, that uh, is it called the Metaverse that's coming out. Is it called? It's not called. It's uh, not called Metaverse, is it? But the one that's coming out, it's going to be like a free to play, right? Uh, multiverse or multiverses. Okay. Uh, that looks kind of neat. Play, but uh, I do love that you can actually play as Ultra Instinct Shaggy. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes, oh. Shaggy is a character, and he does use uh, he does use a Goku like move set because, of course, let us live the meme. Yes. The Shaggy meme is fantastic, and it also made its way into the last Mortal Kombat cartoon movie. When the opening Warner Brothers logo, um, it's got like Sub-Zero, and he's 
you know, talking some shit, and then um, Omega Shaggy destroys him. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, I don't wonder is Omega Shaggy played by um what's his name? The guy that was him in the movies? Uh I do not as far as I know, no, Matthew Lillard does not do the voice. Okay. Cause I know there was a shitstorm last year when they did the Scooby Doo movie and they cast Bill Hader as Shaggy. Like a lot of people were super upset because Matthew but Lillard had, had Yeah, because he's been Shaggy. Kind of shaggy. Yeah, he's been Shaggy since like uh, 2000 and i guess a lot of people he was the, he was the first live action shaggy yeah so people were like going but he also did all the voice at the animated after that too because i think at that point casey Kasem's voice had started to go um <laughs> Where, my google search tonight is gonna be like what the fuck is happening garfield and shaggy has <laughs> <laughs> ryan been kidnapped <laughs> Oh no! Wait, Matthew My Lillard name. will return as Shaggy in Multiverses. Holy shit! No, you're right. Yeah, he did do a uh, uh, Scooby Doo and Guess Who. The only reason uh, I know that is because when the other movies, yeah, when Bill Hader okay. and and Bill Hader apologized, Bill Hader was, hey, I didn't know that people were this passionate about Shaggy. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't 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 threaten my children, please. <laughs> I'll, I'll step down. <laughs> yeah, I have that Barry show on HBO that's very good. Fuck, if you want me to back, you Lillard can play Barry. I just don't, just fucking let me live. God. Right. You're going to have Shaggy back. Jesus. <laughs> they, are so, they also look like they're doing a lot of voice actors because, like, Kevin Conroy is playing Batman. Um, Tara Strong is Harley Quinn. Um... Uh, oh, Macy Williams, Arya Stark is going to be in this game. What? Arya Stark is a character in, in multiverses. Yep. <laughs> wow. That's insane. That is super I, exciting. Yeah. Oh, and then the uh, wow. I didn't want to. I didn't want to derail anything at any point tonight. Dude, it's all. Dude, it's all been derailed. Go ahead. So I've been catching up on the best on the some of the trailers from the 2021 Game Awards. Yeah. Um. Can someone please explain to me what the fuck Doke V is? Which one? That's the Japanese one that's the, supposed to be child, a little bit of everything, right? The child the child idol simulator made by the same team that did Black Desert. What? Wait, say the name of it again because I want to look this up. Uh, it's it's D-O-K-E-V. D-O-K-E-V. So I'm guessing it's pronounced Doke V. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is that one that... First, it was premiered last year, and it got a lot of rays because it's like, it looks like Pokemon in an insanely open world. And what I think they did here is they were trying to do some cutesy thing of taking their characters and making it like a K-pop video. It's uh, it's going to be a K-pop infused open world. Tell. Yeah, that's what I was trying to tell because like it, it, I can't tell if it, that's just the way they want to do it to show off some stuff in the game. Or if like that's the point of the game is you're trying to build like you're trying to build a K-pop group to take no, around. And... No one knows what it's going to be, and a lot of people are wondering if it's like vaporware, like because people are saying this is a group that hasn't really made anything of significance, and they're planning this huge. What? 
Pokemon Who the killer. Shit said that. Wait, I thought I read that somewhere. Is that wrong? And keep in mind before you before you say something that you thought Dave Coulier was Garfield. Well, okay, fair enough. But and it was John Stamos. Um, <laughs> yes. I thought it was the Olsen twins myself. Uh, Black Desert Online has been going strong. What is Black Desert uh, Online? 2014. It's an MMO. Uh, is, is it console and PC? Uh, say it again. Is it console and PC? I believe there is a console version. But yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I'm, I'm looking. Yeah, they're up there. And it's yeah. quality. It's the PC it's version because like... it was out of. Oh yeah, it's it's okay. one of the best looking MMOs out there. Okay. Um, honestly, it made me upset how pretty everyone was. So like, I had to find like the ugliest characters to play because it was upsetting me. <laughs> okay. But, <Literally. laughs> uh, yeah, everyone's Amazing. just like it's just it's just gorgeous and yeah yeah no Pearl, Pearl Abyss has been doing at least for that one that I mean maybe they haven't made much else than that but it is uh yeah no Black Desert has been a, a big thing for a while okay I don't know where I heard that from it may have been just one of those gaming podcasts or maybe that it was outside of those people's purview that game I hope I just used purview I mean, right there it looks like they it looks like they have only done four get. Well, four games and then various versions of Black Desert and other for mobile and other platforms. So while you're looking at that, we can talk a little bit about this. Um, just so everybody knows, like Bingy is dead. No, wait, not dead. Bingy's oh. computer is dead. Ah. Yes. Bingy is alive. He's doing well. But his computer is dead. R.I.P. Um, Bingy oh, sent us a lot of information. Let's see. If he yes. talked about Doki in here, I don't think he did. He covered a lot. He sent us a lot of stuff, but I don't think he covered Doki. I guess Doki must have just not been anything that he cared about. Wow. So, are you more scared now of this game, Boston? Or do you... I don't know. It's like, on one hand, it looks, it looks fantastic. Yeah. But, like, in this weird way where, like, it almost seems like a honey boo boo simulator. Because <laughs> like, I don't want to. God, I, I would yes. love it if that's how they advertised it, or how they marketed the game. Like, yes, I would love for it just to be a, you know, a wholesome game. But like, it looks very, very worrisome. Like, I like I don't want it to end up being like, you have to play it creepily. <laughs> Now here's my Google search is going to hit me even more because I just typed, what does Honey Boo Boo look like now? Of course, it pulled up Mama I June. I'm not interested. We're going to call from the cops here at some point. Like, bro, <laughs> yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> um, wait, Mama June was just on Mass Singer? What? <laughs> Hang on a second. No. Um, okay, I got to read this. I hope to God I'm wrong here. Um, okay, maybe I'm wrong. I just see, I, I just, uh, yeah, apparently I they the... were the beach ball. <laughs> Wait, they, both of them together? Something like that. And... Oh, man. Wow. Yep. Honey Boo Boo. Yeah, it says here, Mama Shannon and Honey Boo Boo beach ball. Because <laughs> it's got listed here. This was an all-star cast this last season. Listen to this, yo. Vivica A. Fox as Mother Nature, Tony Braxton, bless her heart, as Pufferfish, um, Larry the Cable Guy playing the baby, Johnny Rotten as the Jester, 
Natasha Bedingfield as Pepper, Catherine McPhee as Banana Split, Faith Evans as Skunk. That's a pretty good lineup. Yeah. I feel sorry for... Yeah, I feel sorry for Tony Braxton. Because I think she at one point lost all her money, right? She went bankrupt. Which is kind of sad. Yeah. She's so amazing. the video game music movie, uh, video game awards. Essentially, because Ashley, you have no idea about any of this, right? I do not. Okay, I, oh, I do like is, this commentary though. It, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. What did so, you think about the, the the game of the game of the year? <laughs> that was controversial. I mean, it kind of reminded me of Fat Child Pageantry. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people. There's a lot of controversy about the game that was reward, awarded game of the year this year. Yeah, oh, I, didn't see, I haven't seen any of the fallout. What, what, what's the controversy um, just about? Just so people it? were thinking that we're kind of surprised because it was it takes two, right? Yeah, it takes two. Uh-huh. Yeah, a lot of people were kind of um, were kind of fascinated with that one because I think some people were complaining that um, best direction of a game went to uh, Deathloop, but Deathloop was not up for game of the year. Right. Hmm. Which a lot of people thought and was kind of weird. It yet. I know you and I were going to play that uh, together. Yeah, we still we need to do that. We do, especially now. We need to see what all the hype's about. Yeah. Um, but the, the thing with the uh, video game awards is the awards themselves kind of take like a backseat to all the uh, yeah. announcements that get made. It essentially, the game That's... awards are basically marketing. Exactly. It's... Like, I don't really care about the game, the game awards part, uh, really. I mean, yeah. it's okay, but I, I I love seeing all the new the because they they do a ton of announcements and reveals. It's almost it's almost like the video game awards are t- are replacing the. It's like they're the new E three. Yeah, uh, for, yeah, for yeah, like yeah. Announcements. Yeah, and unfortunately, it has that problem of the old E three, where most of the stuff they show is just basically right. like CGI trailers, are just the very yeah that and, of it. It's, and, it, and it can be forever away before it comes out too. Well, I, you know, what's the, I saw the little trailer, or I don't know if you can even call it trailer, but the video of the new Star Wars game, I, I thought I was going to have to go, you know, change my shorts. Uh, but, uh-huh. but it, you know, who, who knows when it's going to be? Uh, it could be two, three years from now, you know? Yeah, and that's the one being done by the guys behind uh, Heavy Rain. Yes, uh, uh, Quantic Dream. Yep. Yeah. Do you and, see that and, uh, trailer they did yet, Boston? Human. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Be, becoming human. And I guess yeah, I like that company. I, I, I like their their games. So yeah. You know, I'm, and, I'm excited uh, about it. Bingy thought it was a nice trailer, and he's hoping the combat mechanics are better than Indigo Prophecy. Um, but the games that were up for Game of the Year were uh, oh, I take that back. Deathloop was up for Game of the Year. My bad. Um, it wasn't Deathloop. That was strange. Oh, it was weird that Metroid Dread wasn't up for Best Game Direction, but was up for Game of the Year. But the game of the year uh, was definitely oh, weird. It takes two Metroid Dread, Psychonauts two, Resident Evil Village, and Ratchet and Clank. That's that was what was up for game of the year, and a lot of people were surprised you know, that it takes that? two wins. What's that? I don't think I played any of those games. Your list uh, next episode played, is going to be weak. Yeah, uh, I led. Uh, I listened to. Uh, I played seven. I played. I played Village. I played. Uh, well, I'll play a demo of Village. My bad. I do play a demo of Village, so. I need to play Dread. It takes two Metroid Dread, Psychonauts, Ratchet Clank, and Resident Evil. Um, 
I'm right there with you, Scott. I played three of the six games that are at work for game of the year. It's just, it's, okay. it's one of the reasons why I'm kind of glad we're not a video game podcast anymore, because it would stress me the fuck out when we were. And I felt like every week I had to be playing what was new so we could talk about it on here. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. How many, how many did you play Ashley of the of video games that were up for the award? I don't know. I was, well, I mean, it's a great question that he asked me um, as a matter yeah, of fact, I thought so. As a matter of fact, um, the little bit I know about Metroid Dread, um, it, uh, uh, my, uh, I'm, I'm thinking of the the person that played in it. Scott, what was her name? What was the name of your crush? <laughs> <laughs> Milana Vandroom, damn it. I've got it. Milana Vandroom. Oh, damn it. You're so close there, Ashley. Good job, Ash. Okay, cool. <laughs> you all, I don't know shit about that. Happy, Ashley. Carry on. Almost had that. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, but what were you going to say, Boston? I forgot. No, it's all right. I'm so sorry. No, 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 it's, no, no, it's, it's quite fine. all right. But you, we were talking about like um, when we used to just do the podcast was just about video games. Oh, that's right. I like the fact that we've got an uh, as I as I used like to call it a nostalgia podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot better. I mean, on the last right, the other yeah. podcast, we can never talk about the monkeys. Bingy would you know bring that no. fist down on us if we tried. Um, <laughs> Also, if Miranda is listening, I, I, I've heard uh, I've got my name down. You do have it now. <laughs> I'm excited for you. Um, right, I'm excited for myself. Yeah, uh, you had a pause there for a second, which was amazing. Um, I was also excited yeah. as far as the awards go that Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy won for best narrative because unfortunately that game that. is not selling well. Um, I think it's not selling well because a lot of people still have a lot of. Um, animosity towards like the Avengers game. Oh um, yeah, uh, so Which I think is that's weird yeah. because like I've played it and I've enjoyed what I've played of that game so far. Yeah, but you're not I, that I, far I think into a, I think it. It's a really well put together game, man. Yeah, you're not in the part where it starts to become like a Destiny Two style game, though. You're in the part oh, where it's like yeah, a lot of not. like the um the first few hours. It's a lot of awesome set pieces, but once you get to where you recruit Tony Stark back into the Avengers. It yeah. becomes like a lot of, hey, here's what's obviously a multiplayer stage. Go do these same three uh, uh, assignments over and over again. Oh, um, yeah, that would get really old really quick. Yeah, they're doing better with this last update where they brought in Spider-Man. Um, Spider-Man okay. swings. He's what he's awesome. They didn't give him his own real story, which kind of sucks. He tells a story, but it's told through like um, voicemails and stuff that you listen to. Um, oh, but now... Yeah the grinding isn't as bad as it was beforehand and you actually have the opportunity to really unlock the costume. So beforehand, the costumes were pretty much all behind like paywalls or where you could grind to get credits, but it took forever to grind and you could only right. grind to so much. So I think somebody said, if you actually bought every, every nameplate, uh, um, like taunt, all that stuff in the game, in real money, it would be three hundred, three thousand three hundred dollars. That's insane. Jesus. Yeah, just to buy everything. Yeah, and and then of course people are upset because Spider Man is only for the uh, PlayStation uh, family, as they should be. Yep. Um, I think the best trailer I saw at at uh, the Video Games Awards last night was Cuphead. Like, um, oh, yeah. I do like Cuphead. Okay, then you like was, this. Then it was the best. 
Yes. It was it was the best production in my opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that mine would probably be the um uh Hell, Hellblade. Okay, yep. Um let's talk about Hellblade in a second, but like for Cuphead, um it had really cool production and Ashley, you have played Cuphead? I sh- I have, yes. It okay, is a fun game. You, yeah, it's a fun game, but it's super hard. But what they basically are doing, they go to DC, DLC Island. And it shows, I think, like it's going to be like five or six more bo- boss rushes as the first game. Um, graphics look phenomenal. It's been delayed a very long time, but it makes sense because it's a very small company making the game. But mm-hmm. the content looks quality. Yeah. The thing, the thing for release date, I can't remember. Yeah, it was June 30th. Okay. Oh, that's not too bad. Okay. Yeah. Let's just actually say, yeah, when did, when did the original Cuphead come out? Like, I would say 2017, 18? Yeah, it's somewhere around there. I remember, I've only played it once, and that was like, uh, Scott and I played it at Token Arcade. We Oh, I forgot about that. We sure mm-hmm. did. That's yeah. the first time I played it, but then my brother had actually had it on his Xbox, and I wore that game out <laughs> when I was nice. hanging out with him. Uh, it was It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I love but, that game. Um, but the production value was cool. They started with... Um, yes. It looked kind of like it reminded me of postmodern junk jukebox. It was a bunch of uh, uh, they did it like kind of like a classic 1930s style musical, and then they showed uh, a really nice trailer for the game. But yeah, June 30th, so not that far off. But you know, it's been a while. It's definitely it's been in production for quite a while. Um, and then Scott mentioned Hellblade 2: Senua Saga. Um, yeah, that's definitely. A, uh, go ahead, Boston. Did I mispronounce that? I mean, I, I, I always heard it pronounced Senua, but okay. I've heard it both ways. Yeah, I watched Psych Three last night, so I wanted to get a Psych joke in. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, the, thank you. Um, the Ninja Theory is one of my favorite. I guess they're not really independent developer anymore, are they? I don't think they. I mean, I know they were for the longest time, but I guess probably not now. I don't because they've been bought by Microsoft, right? I believe that was one of the companies they bought. I yep. let, me, let me look that up real quick. Um, I think so there. But the original Hellblade, it was hard to play because it deals a lot with um, mental health issues. Yeah, like you're 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 supposed. That's one of those games where you're you know if you don't play that game with the headset on, you're like missing out. Yeah. You know, it's um, like you're you're hearing voices uh, the the whole uh, throughout the whole game. Oh, like it's, I, it's it's crazy. Yeah, it, it it fucks with you. Yeah, yeah. I had a I had a fun time. Uh, I, still, <laughs> I still actually go back and finish it. I, mean, I was gonna yeah. say the same thing, boss. I need to go back and beat that. Yeah, so, it's it's really really good. So actually, you have the voices that are talking. You know, like in your brain, like your voice will someone say, "Oh, don't do that. You're, you're stupid and stuff like that." Oh, That's yeah. happening while you're playing the game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, and it makes it it's it makes crazy. it pretty intense. Uh, and it looks like what they've showed so far. They showed it was one of the most like shown games at uh, at the video game awards as far as like content they showed. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and that whole scene where they're like tracking down that giant is phenomenal. Oh, I look, that, that was it. On the, uh, that was so good. Yeah, yeah, and and they've been hard at work at this game for a while. Because when did the first one come out? Was it also around? 2016, 2017? I want to say it was 2018 ish. Uh, let me see. I would look, but right now Google's not talking to me after all the stuff I've looked up. 
Uh, <laughs> August, 6, 20, August 6, 2017. Okay. So, yeah, about, uh, it'll be five years. Um, and of course, it'll probably yeah. be exclusive to the Xbox game, Xbox family. Oh, which you is know, you know good it's because be. that means Game Pass, day one. Exactly, exactly. I'm and all what, about what game, game is this that came out on that date? Um, well, that's see, what... The first one was Hellblade Sinu's Sacrifice? Uh-huh. Or... Sinu's Sacrifice, yes. Yeah, okay. Um, oh, wow. What was the trailer that you liked the best, Boston? Um, honestly, I'm going to say, uh, visually, uh, that Doke V one was, like, because that was another thing that just kind of caught me off guard. It was just stunning. Yeah. Um, but I would have to say my favorite, uh, if we're going to talk about, let me see here. talking about games that uh definitely took took it took, took some time to take a sequel uh 10 years after its initial release date we have a trailer for uh warhammer 40k space marine 2 mm. and i've been waiting 10 years for an effing uh sequel but we're getting it and it looked like they shut a lot of that right? right like i didn't i kind of i think did not really care too much of it because I never really played the first one, but they showed a lot of that game, right? Uh, not a whole lot. It was a it was a fun it was a good trailer. Uh showed off that, that the Tyranids are gonna be the big threat and then had a little bit of gameplay, but not that much. Okay. Um and it's like a first person shooter, is it? Uh okay, so it is a now they, they might be doing something a little bit different with this one, but at least the first game was a third person shooter that um, the big the big thing was that you you could uh, you could switch between melee combat and ranged combat seamlessly. Okay. Which they kind of hint at in the video where he's like he's blocking with the sword and then pulls out the gun, pops the kneecaps. Um, because that was that was one of the things that really set it apart from uh, the other games at that time was that you could get into close combat with the chain sword. And then as people like pop up over the hills, you can then like take a step back, crack shots at them without having to like switch to aim down sights or switch weapons. It just was it was very seamless mm-hmm. to just kind of jump from one type of combat to the next. Uh, so much so that at that time, I wanted to try and find someone that would help me use that engine to make a Mega Man mm-hmm. game. <laughs> that would have been awesome because I would love like a, a, a God of War style Mega Man game where you got like up close and personal with the ro- with the with the robot masters, just like yeah. mm. I don't know. That will be pretty freaking sweet, man. Actually, you know, play as play as Proto Man for a bit, shield bash people. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes. I would like it if it all looked realistic. But Speaking Mega of God Man of War, still whenever like God of War cartoon. Two is out, if I can't find a PlayStation Five, I will raid. Are you really some, looking something. right now? I, I will probably not leave my house for a month Aww. if I get whenever that game comes out. Here's my question: uh, Are they going to? Do you think they're going to call it God of War Two? That's a good question. I don't know. Since technically it will be God of War Five. Yeah, really, right? Exactly. That's a good question. <sighs> Guys, it's God of War Ragnarok, not God of War oh, Five, right. or not God, God of War Two Two It's God of War Five, and scene Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Oh, I forgot that's what it was called. Yeah. Um, 
Not to be confused with Ragnarok Online. <laughs> Sorry. Or <laughs> Ragnarok, a, uh, a, a arena uh, musical. You know, rock. <laughs> or, or Ragnarok. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, another game, another game that I thought looked really cool. It's a game I didn't play until this year when they when they released the PlayStation Five version of it. Um, but uh, Plague Tale Requiem looks oh, super oh, super nice. Yeah, yes. they still don't have a date for it. Just that it's coming out um, next year, and Bingy is also looking forward to it. Um, I feel like I'm talking to Bingy like he's doing a Ouija board. <laughs> well, you did say he was dead. Yeah, Bingy says hi, guys. Um, right. He says he loves you. <laughs> yes. And he's buried treasure. Um, another game that I really dug that they showed a little bit of was uh, the Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Yes. Which, oh my goodness. If it's, if it's at the same quality as the three um, Batman games that Rocksteady did... Oh, I'm just going to be super happy with it. If, if, if it's anywhere as, anywhere near as good as those games are, I'm sold. I think it's going to be good because like those three games are really good, and I think they're doing another um, like a uh, Court of the Owls game this year too, like in well 2022. It's going to be like more of an RPG. But yeah, I think it's just with like the um, the Blizzard uh, Activision thing. I guess just one more thing about it before we just hit and move on to Christmas stuff, which I'm excited about, is that um, the Call of Duty Warzone de- developers uh, staged a walkout over layoffs. Um, it looks like... Yeah, they're on their second day now? Yep. Like Activision's QA staff and other developers protest surprise cuts at Raven Software. It's one of the, I think, annoying things, and it's not just a video game thing, but it's like industry-wide like every industry where these companies are making record profits and they're still turning around and list and just trying to lay off people and let people go oh yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely yeah even uh like my my day job it just got done with meetings of actually as i was told uh the meetings were talking about upping employee pay and while we're discussing it the ceo on the on the video call is like opening up a package from Amazon of these exotic chocolates and like eating them like on stream. Wow. Are you serious? It's like, it's like read the fucking room. <laughs> wow. He should be like getting fed grapes from like women. Yeah. <laughs> He's not there. He's by got, like, they're feathering. Yeah. They're fanning him. He's like going, yes. we just reach together guys. Uh, cheap. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, it, it also happened this week. There's a company called Better.com, which I think is like a real estate company. And their CEO um, did a Zoom layoff call where he basically fired something like um, 900 people over Zoom. And he was like, I, oh, saw that. Yep. I feel so bad doing this. Hopefully I'll do better this time than the last time because it hurt me a lot. And it was like these people had no idea this was coming, especially because two days later they closed a billion dollars in business. Yeah, well, they're, making, they're making money hand over fucking fist. Yeah, and they decided this is what they're going to do, like right before Christmas too. Oh, it's yeah. so so shady. Yeah, just like breaking uh, up with somebody before Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's just like it all started because on this, it started because uh, Raven, who I think is basically like, what do they do now? They're they're essentially they've been 
basically put in on an umbrella with doing the Call of Duty games too, right? Like, essentially, that's what they do now is Call of Duty. Um, and they had liked... Raven specifically is the multiplayer division. And, okay, and they and they mainly work on Call of Duty Warzone, which, from what I can tell, makes a lot of money, right? Uh, quite like, a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's... Oh, um, yeah, they're not hurting. Let's put it that way. Yeah, um, essentially. So they basically were going to let go of. I think it was like thirty percent of Ravens QA team was going to see their contracts terminated uh, January twenty eighth. Even though they had been told basically, hey, we're going to bring you all in as full time employees. And it also happens a lot of people that are now at Raven moved moved across country to work here. And imagine that. You would be thinking in your mind, hey, I'm going to be working on Call of Duty Warzone now. That should be like a safe job. <laughs> like, I should not have right. to worry about losing anything here. And unfortunately, yep, the company decided, hey, you know, we're making a lot of money, but we're just going to go ahead and drop some people. Which is just... That actually kind of reminds me that it's different. It's a different situation because, you know, they, they weren't asking... Yeah, they, they they weren't expecting to have to do that, but uh, do you remember the money the movie Moneyball? Yeah, with uh, Brad Pitt, right about the baseball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how just the guy was like really scared because he had to you know, let the guy go, but the dude was like, "No, that I get traded all the time. That's how this works." <laughs> yeah, like, no, I'm not I'm not upset by it. Like this is just that's part of the game. Is I get traded to other teams and then go play for them. Yeah, and. Yeah, and they were talking about it too. There's a book I read about uh, called Ready, Set, uh, Ready, Start, Reset or something like that. And basically in the book, um, it's the same story every chapter where these people basically um, move across country to go to, to work for a video game company. The executives and the CEOs make all kinds of money and it never trickles down. And they're the ones, the creators, the ones who are making the game for you to make all this money are the ones that suffer. And yeah, it's 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 ridiculous. Um, what's your opinion about all this, Ashley? Um, well, um, can I this can I go back to I like food? Show. <laughs> <laughs> we know you like food, but hate cultures and corporations these days, right? Yes, one hundred percent. And okay. may the sports be with you, Ashley. Oh, may the sports be with you. No way. Is that like a Hanukkah I thing? Like food. Eat the rich. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan. Technically, yes. Ryan. <laughs> Technically, yes. He's right. Yes, I uh, know what uh, that's from. That's from one of the Bad Boys movies. I think the second. Oh. Yeah, it is. It is. Okay. Oh. Yep. Uh, yeah, the first Bad Boys movies. Yep. Uh, I made a uh, short speed with you, Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm too old for the shorts. <laughs> You're really good with movie references, man. Yeah, I'm good. I think you should take over my spot. No, I can't do uh, Speaking of food, let's go back to Christmas stuff here. Okay. What is your opinion on the fruitcake? It seems like right now the fruitcake, everybody hates on the fruitcake, but people must buy it because it's available everywhere this time of year. Maybe that's why it's available is nobody's buying it. So you think it's just like... It's like, it's like one of those things where it's really easy to get because nobody buys it. Similar to candy corn, all the fruitcake that's ever been made has already been made. <laughs> right. And we're just recycling right. the same fruitcakes over and over again. So you think at the end of the Christmas season, they go in there and they just like 
knock it off the table into like a box and then refri- put oh, it yeah. back in the freezer again for another uh, 10 months. Oh, no, they have these, it's like really yes. awful uh, laughs while they're doing it, you know, <laughs> drinking now, satisfaction out of it. Has anyone here ever actually eaten a free fruitcake? I, I have not. I so, haven't either. No. We I have. Turn, we all turn our eyes to Ash. Yes. Actually, we nearly fell on you. What does a fruitcake taste like? <laughs> it tastes. It it tastes like cake. <laughs> like re- regular cake. Yeah, just regular cake with with um just some sweet parts. I'm not mad at it. Now are you supposed I'm, to I'm warm it up it. first. You can. You, you don't have to. What's but your you preference? What's your preference? Yeah. Um, I, I do. I do like it warmed up a little bit. Okay. okay. Yeah. Do yeah. you have it I'll with something else? Can, what do you give it? Uh, yeah. Milk. Okay. Most definitely. Yeah. And what would you rank yeah. it out of a scale of one to ten? Yeah. <sighs> Given all the other desserts. Yes. Yeah. When it's um when it's up against all the other desserts for Christmas, I'd yeah. probably give it like a four. I'll eat it. Yeah. I'll eat it one hundred percent, but You're not super stoked about it, but you'll eat it if it's there. Right, right, right. Yes. Like you'll have yeah. a mean face the whole time. You'll be like a motherfucker. I know, yeah, I know. Fake, whatever the hell it is. I have never in my life had. It's kind of interesting. We have three people here, never had fruitcake. <laughs> I yeah. did have somebody say the last time we did an episode of here, we were talking about banana pie pudding. Uh, mm-hmm. and oh, I remember that, that sounded amazing. And yeah. I had no idea, but my sister in law had actually made it a couple years beforehand, and I ignored it because I wanted Oreo pie. I respect the hell out of that, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, but this past Thanksgiving, a few days later, she actually made it, and I got to try it. And let me tell you all now, banana pudding pie is fucking fantastic. I bet it is. All right. Like, Watergate salad, still bullshit. Thankfully, it wasn't anywhere near this year's Thanksgiving. Um, Banana pie pudding is great. And Tanya's told me for Christmas, she's going to make banana pie lasagna. Hold up. Okay. What? <laughs> yes. No, 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 no. How is that even a thing? She told me. She showed me a picture of it, too. And I was just like, I'm in. I am fucking in. Gonna, <laughs> I'm you're in. Gonna send me that, you're going to send me that picture, and I'm yes. going to have to do some research, because those are two things that I love in of themselves, and together, I, I have to I have, uh, to have it. Yes. Yeah. I would say that I will bring you a piece after Christmas, but that is a lie. That is a lie straight <laughs> from the pits of hell. Yes. There will be there will be none. Let me find this picture real quick. Um you guys this oh here it is. Uh banana pudding lasagna. All right, so this is what banana pudding lasagna I've had regular banana pudding, which is great. I've never had it in like a pie format. Yeah. More like banana pudding that the lasagna in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> right. There's the it. title of our episode. <laughs> God damn it. Um, yes, yes, it is. That no, I'm, I'm jotting down. Jot it down because we don't remember. We're like memento here, guys. Like honestly, the fact that we remember anything from the awards game, uh, that's incredible in my opinion. <laughs> we are not. We are not people that have good memories. 
Banana no, seriously. This, banana pudding, this lasagna in my mouth. No. All right. <laughs> we had literally three episodes. This is not a lie. We had three episodes almost in a row, Ashley, where we were fascinated to learn that at one point, John Pop- Hopper or Popper uh, from Blues Travelers was once a member of Spin Doctors. And every time this got brought up, we freaked out. But we had already discussed this on the podcast many a time. <laughs> I think every time we do an episode here, we do like kind of like a memento thing. It's like 50 first dates. <laughs> yeah. yes. You have to watch a highlights video of every podcast before you do a new one. <laughs> actually, that would, that would be kind of funny to do, though. Well, I, I'd always want there was actually I want to do a project once upon a time called a. Uh, Boston fails to start a podcast. <laughs> okay. Where yeah. it's just me trying different podcast formats. <laughs> and so they're all just episode ones of nice. a different format of podcast. Yes. That's a brilliant idea. I'm seeing you all now. Actually, do almost like a horror and even like do it do like a horror podcast where it's like uh uh that like the 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 time loop groundhog day type shit. Yes. And it's just the same episode like, it's the same episode of the podcast. Oh. <laughs> they, they, finally, they don't realize it until like, oh, I gotta write this down. Hold up. <laughs> um, Somebody tells the punchline to your joke. <laughs> there's a, a friend that I've been trying to get on the podcast, hopefully in 2022. He's a comic. Um, and he does a podcast where basically he brings on a guest and they watch the Bradley Cooper movie Silver Lining Playbook. Oh, God. Every episode is basically him interviewing somebody that has watched that movie for the first time. And he's got like 50-something episodes. Wow. And has everybody here seen that movie? Yes. I have once, yeah. I have not. Yeah, but he's made his whole career right now, his whole personality is Silver Lines Playbook. Like he'll That's make crazy, memes man. on his he'll make memes oh. on his um Facebook wall about silver lining playbook. And like some of them I'm sure he's the only one that gets, but he doesn't care. He's he's found his oh, yeah. movie. The, yeah. Uh I, I know you're talking about and he is uh he is next level when it comes to just like just committing to a bit that no one else gets. Yeah. Like he is so aware that no one is on board with what he is doing. Yeah. He just leans into it even harder. And I I have so much respect for him. I, I don't laugh. I haven't laughed at a single thing he said, but I have so much respect. Yeah. No. And um, he also is committed every time he announces like an upcoming uh, comedy uh, show he's going to be on that this is his last show because he's retiring to go kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember that now. Yes. He cracks me up. I mean, he's he's got his lane and he sticks in that lane. Like it's 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 kind of incredible. But I just sent you all pictures of banana lasagna. Uh, you did, and I might have to go excuse myself. Yeah. Hey, you could always come by, Scott, because you know my brother wants to meet you. Oh, that's true. But don't still come in, grab some banana lasagna, and peace out. Don't do that. <laughs> oh no 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 not, not at all. Uh, and actually, you can got... show up too, and you can pretend to be my date, and my mom will finally stop asking questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I just sneak out the back door with, with some. <laughs> yes, Ashley, go take care of my boyfriend. 
Yeah. I'm just saying, you can come as my other date and then make new questions for my mom. Why? All kinds of new yeah. questions. Yeah. Deal with it, mom. Well, I'll, I'll be, be there talking to your brother. Yeah. Um, but no, so she's made that she's gonna she's attempting this thing, and I told her, This is what you have to do. We need to have this at Christmas time. I said, Don't even worry about any other desserts. Let's just have this one dessert. Mm-hmm. We don't need any other desserts. No, no. Mm. I want this. I want this in my life right now. Right, yeah. seriously. She this said, here's my, "Yeah, here's my discussion on it." I said, uh, "What's all in the lasagna?" And she said, "Pretty much the same as the banana pudding pie, except more layers and uh, big, and it's bigger, and it has cool whip, whereas pie does not." And my reaction to that was the wide face emoji. <laughs> Oh, sure, exactly. That, that's appropriate. That's the appropriate And it has response. cream cheese as well. That's the only two things the pie doesn't have. Oh, man. Nice. Yeah, my sister-in-law is awesome. She yeah. doesn't even have to give me a gift this year if she'll get me some banana pudding lasagna. <laughs> I'll tell would her that. Will we, would Will be upset if I said that your sister-in-law is now my new best friend? He probably would get He'd his get feelings that. hurt. He is very <laughs> emotional. I mean, that whole episode where you, and Chris, where you were trying to become Chris Bell's best friend. I know, I know. Yeah. I, 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 I forgot that words hurt, man. Yeah, words hurt. So, now the other big thing at Christmas is eggnog. I Ooh. am not an eggnog person. I think it does Never. something that upsets my belly. Same for you, Scott. I, I don't, I just don't like it. Okay. I, don't, I don't like the taste of it. I just don't like anything about eggnog. Now, it's not for I, me. What about you, Boston? Are you an eggnog person? I am an eggnog person as long as rum is involved. Okay, so you like, do you unlock the flavors? Because a lot of people will say that eggnog needs liquor. Um, yeah. Okay, I so think maybe uh, that's why. Maybe maybe because the eggnog I've always had has not had liquor in it. Maybe that's okay. what's, that's why I don't like it. I, tr- well, I tried it. Uh, we tried it earlier this uh, earlier this year. We tried it with coffee. Okay, I wanted to see how it worked as like a, as like a creamer substitute. Yeah, and that was a mistake. Oh, really? Oh, now, it was bad. When was this? Because isn't eggnog usually only available for like three months out of the year? Yeah, and it's these three months. Uh, okay. Like, uh, as far as I remember, it's like wow. November, December, and January. <laughs> it makes sense. And Ashley, where do you? I, I already assume I know the answer, but where do you land on eggnog? Let's just make a game out of it. What do you think I'm going to say? Okay, uh, we'll go down the... I'm going to say you're going to say you love eggnog both ways, with rum and without. Boston? Uh, I think she's going to say with. Okay, and Scott? I'm going to play devil's advocate. I'm going to say she's going to say, fuck this eggnog shit, I'm going to throw it in your face if you try to give it to me. Okay, okay, all right. Yeah. That's that's a risk. Actually, yeah, I know, I know. I'm, I'm a risk taker, man. I know. <laughs> he is, he is. I fucking love eggnog, no matter what. <laughs> okay. okay, so okay. with or without liquor, you're you're in, you're in love with eggnog. Yes. So I was a hundred percent wrong. Yes, sure. <laughs> um, that's why. Does it hurt your feelings that you can only get eggnog at certain times of the year? It does, uh, okay. but it makes it that much more exciting when it comes back on the shelves at okay. the end of the year. Screw. On a scale of one to fuck you, how how disappointed are you after it's, after it's not there? After it's not there? Yeah. 
Like after we can't get eggnog Once it's to be done, they're like, here. "Sorry, eggnog is done." Because Weigels will put a note on their on their uh, door, going, uh, "Hey guys, eggnog well, yeah, is going when, away when in a week." Weigels, and you see that note, that's when that's when the one to the one to the fuck you scale level. Of where where are you at? I'm on about a. I guess I'd say a suck a bag of dicks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, I get two. We're, we're only on this earth for so many Christmases. Exactly. Right. So exactly. I guess you really, you really have to like really. It's like the McRib, I guess. Where that's why people get so crazy when the McRib. Where a lot of people, it's their it's their personality is the McRib. But mm-hmm. I guess that's why people get so excited when that damn McRib comes back, right? Because they it's can't true. get it at any time. It's like these very limited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so the, the actually, I, I it's funny because I just watched a video about the McRib, and oh. I have to agree with them that do, do you know one of the, you want to know one of the real reasons why the McRib only comes around so every so often? No. Well, so we can all forget. That. <laughs> <laughs> so we can like, get one. What's so we the can reason? All forget. But well, oh. so almost. Do you remember? Do you remember when they used to do the Pepsi versus Coke commercials? Yes. They yeah. Would do the Pepsi taste test. Yep. Yes. And everybody For some reason, they would blind them. So people would choose Pepsi over Coke most yeah. uh, during the test test because Pepsi was so much sweeter. Right. On that initial that initial uh, taste, it was way better. Yeah. But most people don't really want that much sugar all the time, so they yep. end up drinking Coke more often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would imagine if they did those commercials back in the day when Coke had cocaine in them, everybody would probably go, this fucking oh, thing. I think that would be a little bit different. <laughs> right. Because they're like punching themselves in the chest. Yeah, we love this shit. <laughs> yeah. But the, the McRib only comes out during this during seasonal times um, because it comes like, the McRib's back. We're like, oh my God, the McRib's back. And you go buy a McRib, you're like, oh, right, this is garbage. Um, <laughs> this doesn't taste good at all. Uh, it is way too. Uh, Way too, way too, way too it's, sweet and like in like intense. Yeah, uh, yeah. To, be, to be maintained. Yeah, I've never had a McRib just because anytime you see it on TV, it's always smothered in onions, and I'm not an onion person. I know you can get it without onion, but just the look of it with all the onions on it has made me never want to try a McRib. Makes sense. Yeah, just like I don't like their I don't like the McFish either. Are you a McFish fan? Me. Yes, of course you are. I'm sorry, I forgot. I'm a McRib, McFish, <laughs> McBeth. She's a Mick. She's a Mick fan. She's the fan of Mick at Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> what? What? What's Boston? Hold up, is it actually called the McFish? Isn't it called the McFish? What else are they no, gonna call it? No, it's called the. Uh, no, it's. <laughs> it's the Mick. Wait, not McCaw or. Make... It's a make for, it's the fish. Fish, fish filet okay, fish. Yes, yes, that's, that's right. right. Yeah, I, I typed in McFish and it was like you mean filet o fish. You just probably have with the filet o fish. Not a big American cheese fan, mm. and their tartar sauce I don't like. So right there, there's two components of the filet o fish that I'm not a fan of. Those are the best parts. I'm sorry that you <laughs> feel that way. And look, Google on Google, they said, what is a McFish? And they're going, you dumb motherfucker, it's the filet fish <laughs> And it's an Alaska Pollock uh, fish filet. Oh. Is it a lightly fried fish filet? Yeah, it's a, it's from a Alaska Pollock fish filet is what they call it. And then people say, was there ever a McFish? 
<laughs> and it looks like it was the first non-hamburger item added to the fast food giant's menu. And it was uh, nationwide in 1965. It's the brainchild of Cincinnati-based McDonald's franchise owner, Lou Groin. I guess one day he probably just started like, fuck it, let's go fish. <laughs> fish, fish. Uh, well, I don't, I don't know if that was, uh, I don't know if that was one of the main reasons, but I know that nowadays, um, if you'll notice, uh, I know that we, we, we used to do it at Jimmy John's a lot with the tuna salad, mm-hmm. um, around Lent, uh, around Lent, a lot of them, you'll start, start noticing places will advertise their tuna sandwiches or their, their fish sandwiches. Yeah, because there, there's a lot of like no red meat for uh, Catholics. Oh, because like demo- it's a big enough demographic <laughs> that it affects sales. Okay, like dairy and like lint and stuff. Yeah. Okay, that really does make sense because yeah, you you do usually see it around certain times of year. Like everybody's like, hey, don't forget us, motherfucker. We got that fish. <laughs> we got that fish <laughs> that drives you crazy. Now, has Burger King ever done a fish sandwich? Recently, they have Burger King fish <laughs> fish sandwich. Well, I know they've been their their ching has been uh, really. <laughs> I was so mad the other night because uh, Boston and I hung out for a little bit. It was super fun, and we went to Burger King, and I couldn't see the menu, <laughs> so I just ordered what I always order. Yeah. And then when we got up there, I saw the chicken and got really mad because I wanted to try it because I like. I like all the chicken sandwiches that have started since Popeyes went crazy with their chicken sandwich. Like everybody has their own yeah. chicken sandwich now. And I like good butts, and I cannot lie. I get that. That's a good thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, it looks like Burger King has had a variety of fish sandwiches in their product portfolio since 1975. They had one at oh. one point called the Whaler. Ooh. The Whaler. <laughs> the Whaler, which is fantastic. The Whopper and the Whaler. Huh. The Whopper but I guess, and the Whaler. Oh my yep, God. I guess it was supposed to be taking, uh, you know, taking on um, the filet fish but obviously it didn't stick. Um, now, okay, so question real quick. Uh, this is really off topic because we're talking Christmas stuff right now. Oh, wow. um, worst French fries, Burger King? No, absolutely no. not. Hell no. Oh, okay, well, calm down, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you're getting ready to get stabbed, right? McDonald's. <laughs> no. No, I like McDonald's. I like McDonald's. Like, first McDonald's French fries. fries. Yeah, they can't. You can't. You can't have them outside the bag for more than ten seconds before they're cold. That's why you no, eat them real fast. <laughs> yeah. Now that's something that Wendy's has done because Wednesday, when Wendy's has recently changed their French fry recipe again, and the really? reason they've done it is that way. It stays crisper because so Ooh. much of their um, business now is from people that are using like Uber Eats, DoorDash, Grubhub Makes to sense. order their food. Yeah. yeah, so that way it stays fresh during the travel. Um, huh. Uh, also, I've, I've been eating Burger King a lot recently because there's one near the store. Nice. And, uh, I end up, I'll always order it online and I'll order like the Bacon King with extra mayo and extra ketchup. Sweet. And then when I get when I pull out, I'll, I'll park. I'll pull off the side for a minute, and then just put a layer of fries over the burger. Put <laughs> back on. Really? And Man, I would pay fifty dollars for a Whopper right now. Uh, so the, the, the address was I drive. <laughs> I deliver. <laughs> 
the only time I ever have Burger King nowadays is like whenever I'm hanging out with uh, Boston because the the one closest to me finally closed like um, I think earlier last year. Uh, thanks, Biden. Um, and um, <laughs> I did that. Calendars. <laughs> yeah. um, so whenever I'm hanging out with Boston, we usually are around. We usually end up getting going past the Burger King and. I always usually treat Boston to dinner because Boston's driving me around. And if we can't figure out where we want to eat, Burger King will always come up because Boston loves Burger King. I could eat Whoppers every day. Mm-hmm. You could be like Jughead then. I mean, I could, I could too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So did you take advantage of the 37 cent Whoppers the other day? What? I missed it. Oh, I oh, missed it. Shit. Did you get uh, in, in on that, Ashley? Oh, I sure did. Sure did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I missed 30 miss cent waffers. 37 cent waffers. Oh. Now, mm-hmm. Uber, I always get, we'll always do the waffer because sometimes Uber will do one of those buy one whopper, get one free. Mm-hmm. And I'm all over that. But 30 Hell, cents. Yeah. Yeah. Was there a limit how many whoppers you could get? I think it was just one. Oh, boo. Yeah. That's when you days. say, "Hey, I'm." You go back to the drive-through many times. You do a different accent every time. You know, I'm here for my Whopper. Hello, can I try one of those? What are they called? Whoopers? I'll get me a one of them Whopper meals. So, Boston, why have I never seen you do the French fry in the burger thing? I feel like you've kept this secret from me. Boston, because uh, you hold on to the bag until we get back to your apartment. Oh, it's true. Oh, I give you French fries if you <laughs> ask. Me. I don't you know why line. I did that. As soon as as soon as the bag is handed to Boston, he hands it to me, and I put it into the floor. Yep, I hand, he, they, they hand it to me. I hand it to him. He puts it on the floor, and then and then I just, I always have this weird. Like, there's, then there's just like this weird like. <laughs> I don't know what the protocol is at this point. So, like, I'm there driving, and like I'm hungry. Like, He's looking over there right now. He's in the so I'm like, do I eat? Yeah. Like, do that's... I wait till he's gone so that they, like I don't I don't look like a pig? Or... That's probably what you do, right? You sit in that parking spot and make your little French fry monstrosity, and then eat that while while I leave. That's amazing. <laughs> I, okay, here's the reason I think I do it. I think I do it because I'm not somebody that likes to eat in a car. I was saying, I don't, I don't either. Like, I don't like to wait till I get home to eat, but I feel bad oh, yeah, for you, Boston, because totally you're, you know, you're driving me around, you just got off work, you're probably working up an appetite, and then you have to sit there and wait, and you got to smell the french fries the whole time. <laughs> oh, my God. Yep, yeah. it's true. Uh, you're torturing okay, so, him, man. man. So Scott, do you also agree with them that that they're right and and Burger King does not have the worst French fries? Uh, I'm trying to think who I think has the worst. I, it might have been like the the old school Wendy's maybe before okay. they changed the I, I I think that I wasn't a fan of theirs because I love McDonald's French fries. If it's fresh and not like if you can get a McDonald's first French fry and it's really fresh, you yeah. know, not not cold or whatever. Oh man, I could eat those. I could eat. I, Two pounds of uh, McDonald's fries at a city. I get it, but Boston does make a good point that yeah, they do have a small lifespan. Yeah, that, that's what they I was have like say a lifespan of a giant, 
It's right, right, right. So you have to get them really fresh, right? You know, hot yeah. off, off the bun, the oven. So, yeah, but yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily hate Burger King fries either. I, I, th- I think Wendy's was my was my pick, but they might be better now that you said they have the new recipe, though. Okay, so Boston, you think Burger King are, is the best French fries? Uh, I don't want to put French fries in your as mouth. Far as, <laughs> as far as as far as they are definitely one of my favorites as far as uh, fast food fries go. Okay. Like I don't think I've had anything better than McDonald's fries uh, if, if they're fresh. That's my okay. that's definitely my favorite. Ashley, we know you like everything. Mm-hmm. Yes, what is your favorite? Favor. What is your favorite French fries? So my favorite French fries um, <clears throat> have got to be either Arby's curly fries. Oh, those are good. Uh, yeah, I, I do like. I do agree with Scott. I do like McDonald's uh, fresh fries. Sorry. Yep. Um, <laughs> I want right now. Yes. I want he, right he now agrees. on my dinner table three whoppers <laughs> and three things of fries for McDonald's. One hundred percent. So let me ask y'all a question. I'll oh, go ahead. Yeah. I was just gonna. I was just gonna say the worst French fries in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, crystals. Okay. Okay. Mm, I forgot yep. about crystals. Yeah, they're not the best either. That's that's a good point. Yeah. Crystals is. There's a reason they have to advertise those chili cheese fries hard. They yeah. throw all the chili, all the cheese, all the bullshit, yeah. all those fries they want to. They still my answer might change shit. the crystals right now that I'm, now I'm thinking about like it. Like, is your favorite? No, no, no. It was my least favorite. My okay, least favorite. All right. I, I totally yeah. forgot about crystals fries. I'm sorry, too, Wendy's. This is the year 2021. No one gives a fuck that your that your hamburgers are. Squ- <laughs> Maybe that was amazing back in the day. It's hey, they're, right. Wendy's. they're Wendy's. They don't cut corners. Yeah, but <laughs> sorry, right. Crystal. Yeah, it's like I don't give a shit. Make your square hamburgers, but if that's the gimmick of your store, Crystals, I'm not going to give a shit. No. Um, so, question: If you have to choose between a French fry or curly fry, what are you getting? Okay. Curly fry, okay. Yep, all day, every day for me. Now, is, are, we, are we talking about the specific fry? Like, am I, yeah, am I if you're in a place where hey, you can get a curly fry or you can get a straight fry. But, but is it McDonald's fries? It can be. Don't the make this overcomplicated. I'm, I'm going McDonald's fries all day, every okay, day. Okay, you're still going straight fries. Okay, yeah. all right. Here's your next choice. You have the choice between a fry, curly or straight, or tater tots. Oh. I'm still going McDonald's yeah. fries. If, if I, okay. I, I, you don't understand how much I love McDonald's fries. You're ride or die. I'm ride or die. Mm-hmm. What about you, Ash? I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go. Oh, you shit, need a second. Hard. We can go to Boston. Let's go to Boston. <laughs> go to Boston. <laughs> All right. The hierarchy there is curly fries, tater tots, then regular fries. Julian, okay. Julian fries. Because uh, I will murder for some tots. Mm-hmm. But curly yep. fry, I haven't. I have not found a curly fry I don't like. Yeah, yeah, yeah same. I that. have not either. Uh, and honestly, a lot of times the only reason I'll go to Sonic is because I know I can get tater tots. Like same. that's the only reason why I'm going to Sonic is like I, I can get a good tater tot. All right, but Ash, Ooh, back to you. I have, I have a I have a, uh, something to tell you guys too from oh, our uh, our uh, number one fan Miranda. Guess okay. what her favorite fries are? What? McDonald's. Ooh. Yeah. And she was in Hawaii, so she probably pays a lot more for those French fries, too. Um, because in Hawaii, everything is so much more expensive. I had a friend once oh, that lived in Hawaii, right. and a $5 Taco Bell box was $9.50. What? 
Yeah. I mean, had a flight all yeah, exactly. They had to send a boat to Hawaii. Go here's your fucking shells. <laughs> so, but okay, but uh, where are you going with this, Ashley? Are you going tater tot? Uh, I'm gonna have to go tot because yeah, I love the um, I, I do love the chili cheese tots. I, I'll even mm-hmm. I like them even when they're not you know don't have chili cheese. So I I gotta go tot. Yep, and I also respect Sonic's chili game because they don't mm-hmm. straight up just put onions in it. Like right. a lot of places will put onions in their chili. Sonic, I think you can add onions, but like just straight up, it doesn't have onions in it. Because mm-hmm. when I s- discovered Coney hot, Coney uh, style hot dogs at Sony's, at Sonic's, and yeah. they um, and they, uh, I don't know what I was going with Sony. I'm sorry, um, <laughs> but you could get that with chili. I always always worried going, hey, does this chili have onions in it? And they told me no, and I didn't believe them. I was like, you're just somebody that's making, like, minimum wage. You're probably not even really listening to anything I say right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but once I discovered they weren't lying to me, then it opened up a whole new world for me. Mm. Um, don't know what all this has to do with Christmas, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, it, but it's amazing. Um, how do we, okay, so we somehow went eggnog, and we ended up talking about tater tots. <laughs> we're brilliant guys I don't know, I don't know us. That, that sums up our podcast right there if nothing yes, else does exactly <laughs> alright so now let's talk Christmas movies and let's do okay. the first one out of the way because this has been like the big popular thing of the last few years mm-hmm. is Die Hard a Christmas movie yes yeah, sure. I will fight to the death anybody who says otherwise <laughs> I don't know if I would fight to the death oh I would Hunger Games style fight them to the death okay <laughs> So to you, is it a Christmas movie because it takes place at Christmas? Pretty much. And that's that's what it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was easy. Is that yeah. now now Boston, you as seem I to recall, be just like Okay, go ahead. as I recall, it doesn't actually is it actually take place on Christmas Eve? Because I know it's supposed to be a Christmas party. I hmm. ooh. I it's either I don't know if it's Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. I can't remember. That's a good question. Okay. Um Ashley? Oh, uh, well, <laughs> uh, this sucks. So, um, uh, the reason I say that is because I'm not a very good liar, and so it would it would do me no good to lie about this, but... Um, We're an honest podcast. Yeah, I believe you. Okay, so what? <laughs> do you think Die Hard is not a, Christ- a Christmas movie? <sighs> never never seen it. You've never Ooh. seen Die Hard? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? But, how? <laughs> What? Are we going to start over again? Are you going to get a new guest? I like how I was being really nice. Oh, no, bo- no, Ashley, we're an honest podcast. Be honest. And I was like, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, by the way, um, Die Hard takes place on Christmas Eve. Okay, so it's Christmas a Christmas Eve. movie. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. um, no, you definitely should see Die Hard, though. Well, so I was trying to watch it, uh, I think, uh, with my roommate not too long ago, and um, I fell asleep because <laughs> she, she couldn't believe it either that I'd never seen it. And uh, I don't know how to comprehend. I can't, I can't comprehend this, guys. Was it because you heard the title and thought it was like a porno? <laughs> I can't. I I I need to set up a viewing for Die Hard for Ashley. Okay. <laughs> Well, she'll fall asleep again. Like no, she did she won't. Not if I'm there. Like she did with the roommate that can't be there. You don't know. I will make sure she doesn't fall asleep. <laughs> All right. Uh, don't talk shit about my roommate. I but, love uh, your but roommate, if, but if you, yeah. 
if you if you wanted to do an entire podcast about the movies that I haven't seen, that'll probably be a good one. <laughs> oh, okay. good point. That's right. All right. What? So, you need to be you need to be coming to our movie day days with us, Ash- <laughs> Ashley. <laughs> so, um, what is if you had to pick like your favorite Christmas movie of all time? Mm-hmm. You can start with Boston, if that's okay. Boston, what is your favorite no, Christmas okay. movie? And I know you you have something when we get to Christmas songs. A Christmas movies you believe in, right? Um, I mean, Christmas, yeah. We usually, you don't have too many, uh, you don't have too many heretical Christmas movies. Um, it's tough. I'm I already say, know. I know mine. Well, hands down. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with uh, Jingle All the Way. Okay, is that the, um, and this one has, like, over the past few years has became, like, a big classic, because I think the kids that were watching it when they were of age to watch that movie are now adults, and so they have a lot of nostalgia for it. That's the Sinbad uh, Schwarzenegger one, right? Where they're trying to get the toy? Schwarzenegger and Tom Arnold, yep. Okay. Tom Arnold, too. That's all I've seen it. That was that little period in time where Schwarzenegger and Tom Arnold were like super good friends. Man, are they are they not anymore? I don't know, but there was that point where Tom Arnold because wasn't he also in another Schwarzenegger film? With he was um, in True Lies, and yep. he was amazing in True Lies. I'm telling mm-hmm. you right now, Tom Arnold was phenomenal in True Lies. Love True Lies. He made yep. that movie for me. Yep. It's a good one. That's a good yeah. pick, though. And they now have, like, all the... Like, what was the name of the toy that they were trying to get? Uh, Action Man. Was it Action Man? Hold up. Turbo Man? Turbo Man. Okay. Um, yeah, that movie... Action. Yeah, that movie has now became, like, where um, people just... Uh, like, there's now, like, Funko Pops for it. Um, yeah, it's it's gotten a lot bigger in the last, like, ten years. Yeah. That's a good pick. Um, Scott, what is yours? Mine is Christmas Vacation. <laughs> that's, a, I, that's a good one. I adore that movie. I, I, I cannot tell you how many movies I've, or how many times I've seen that movie. Oh, shit. And it just doesn't get old. I love that movie so much. I think Boston just found a fun fact. What'd you? Big Show is in Jingle All the Way. I forgot about that. The Big Show? <laughs> All white. Wait, Wait really? He played, he, he played one of the Santas, uh, specifically Giant Santa. <laughs> really? I about that. Yep. So, here's anyway. a fun fact I learned the other day. You know the um, the grandma in um, Christmas Vacation, the one that sings the Stars and Spangled Banner when the um, all the stuff blows up. Yes, um, yes, yes. She was the original voice for Betty Boop and Olive Oil. Really? 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 Yep. Let's yep. let's say that again, guys. Really? Really? <laughs> Fascinating. Hmm. Um, no, yeah, that's that so, seriously. That, that's I had no idea. That's a really cool fact. Yep, she played um, Olive Oil in all the um, Max Fleischer pop uh, Popeye cartoons, um, and she did Betty Boop, and she was in something called Little Audrey and Wendy the Good Witch. I remember Wendy the Good Witch, which because she was involved in the Casper multiverse. Um, hmm. Yeah. But yeah, and she also um I guess like a few years earlier she had played Betty Boop in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. But yeah, so yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. And she uh, 
Yeah, that's kind of cool. I think uh, Christmas Jessica Vacation was, was one of her last crush. movies. What's that? I said Jessica Rabbit was my cartoon crush. <laughs> yeah, the thing for her, did you? I get it. She was oh, hot. Yeah. Um, I, like the, I like that Jessica Rabbit has recently become an asexual icon, though. Has she? Yes. Because, okay. uh, theoretically, she has no genitalia. Mm-hmm. Sure. Oh, uh, and well, in fact, well. all, uh, one, of the, one of her famous lines is, I'm not People keep people keep putting this label on me, but like that's not who I am. I'm just drawn that way. Oh, huh. Uh, yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. I I saw too uh, when they when that movie first came out, uh, the animators were really pissed off at the president of Disney at that time, and then the bathroom scene in the graffiti in the background, they put his phone number. <laughs> Which they ended up taking out, like of course when they came on video. But yeah, that was in there uh, for a while. Um, Ashley, what about you? What's your favorite Christmas movie of all time? Um, <clears throat> that's hard to say because I like I like a lot of them. I love, of course, Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Um, I think the one that uh, really is um, nostalgic for me is the Santa Claus uh, with uh, Tim Allen. Okay. And the trilogy. Um, I do like the trilogy, but I like the first one the most. Okay. Um, but uh, but I also really, really, I cannot. Uh, go a year without watching It's a Wonderful Life, just because it was one of my dad's favorites, and I just I love that movie a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I think it's we awesome. did the same thing when we were young. We would watch it because it would be on like NBC, right? Mm-hmm. And it would take like five hours to get to the whole thing because I had so yes. many commercial breaks. Yes. Um, no, that's a really good movie. Um, I think mine is Christmas Story. Wow, I was just thinking that one. Yep. Yeah, I really like that one. Um, some good picks, guys. Yeah, I think we did. Uh, looking at this list here, there's a list uh, that I'm reading through. It's a weird list because, like, they got um, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation all the way at, like, 30, uh, 59, which is ridiculous. What? Yeah, that's a top five. I, I don't get that. Um, one of recent years that I really love, and I think Boston is a big fan of it, too, because me and Boston, for the longest time, tried to get Bingy to use one of the songs for our outro, but I don't think it ever happened. Was Anna and the Apocalypse? Yes. Okay. Oh, I forgot. Um, oh God, I forgot about that movie. Yeah. So oh, it's su- yeah. yeah, it's super good. It's a musical slash Christmas movie slash zombie movie. What? What? Yeah, it's fantastic. The music is super good, but it's a zombie tale that takes place at Christmas, and it's also a musical. Okay. Uh, I, I like to think of it in the same vein as Shaun of the Dead, whereas. Uh, people usually refer to Shaun of the Dead as a uh, a, ro- a romantic comedy that happens to involve zombies. <laughs> yeah. True. And the Apocalypse is a musical that happens to involve zombies. It's yeah. just a really good. It's just a really good story in and of itself. Yeah. That, uh, also, has to be taking place during the apocalypse. Also, really good songs. Oh, amazing songs! Amazing songs. Um, a lot darker than you would think it would be as well. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think it's right now it's on Hulu. But if you have a chance, Anna and the Apocalypse is super good. I'm going to check that out. I'm writing it yeah. down now. Yeah, it's really good. Um, bad Santa? Love Bad Santa. Oh, I recently gosh, saw the second one so for the good. first time. Did you? I didn't really care too much for the second one. And I'm not just saying that to hurt you because of the Die Hard revelation. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, you weren't being an asshole. Yeah, no. <laughs> Um, but no, Bad Santa, I, like, I think... 
that and uh, Sling Blade are probably my favorite Billy Bob movies. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. So Sling Blade is by far mine. Yeah. Um, by the yeah. way, I'm determined to, to keep uh, to to get Miranda in this episode, apparently, uh, because okay. uh, I asked her the same question and she all agrees with you. A Wonderful Life. And nice. uh, also, she loves Elf. Oh, yeah. Oh, Elf. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Elf is so up. good. That's so a- good. So, hold up, because that's another yeah. that's another question. That's one of those. So maybe maybe there are some uh, um, heretical Christmas movies. Okay. Wait, about Elf? A wonderful life takes. Oh, a wonderful life takes place she, at Christmas, doesn't it? She also really likes oh. uh, the ref first, uh, but it has, she said, but it has Kevin Spacey, that rapey bastard. <laughs> yeah. No, no, yeah, it it does. It is. It is canonically on Christmas Eve, nineteen yeah, seventy-five. Yeah, it is. That's yeah. what. That's what. That's what's happening. Yeah. Yeah, that's where the whole angels. You know, whenever you hear a bell, it means an angel's getting his wings, and then everybody goes, "You're fucking high, Dad." <laughs> you, know the, you know the story. You know the story behind a wonderful life. No, what's the story? Uh, it was a commercial failure. Oh. Yeah. Really? It was, so it did not do well when it came out. No, it did not do well. Um, oh shit! And it did so poorly that. When um, when when start, places started you know, airing twenty four hour channels uh, during the holiday season, when they didn't really have anything, you know, they, they didn't have any new material to put up, they mm-hmm. would try and just fill the void. And it was one of the cheapest movies that was available to get. It was almost it was damn near free to okay. get the rights to it and play it because it was yeah. such a commercial failure. That then it was you know then you would have. Uh, all these different stations playing it over and over again over the Christmas holidays. And that's how it became such an iconic Christmas movie was the re- was the replay after it had been a huh. failure in the theaters. Wow. <laughs> really? So, so this was like once, cause I think it was NBC, right? NBC is the one that basically played it every year, um, no, think, like two yeah, or three times was... during Christmas. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah. I think it was, uh, I think, I think it was NBC uh, started it. All right, it's awesome. Um, another cool one I, yeah, really dug was I don't know if it's called Holiday Inn or White Christmas. White Christmas. Yeah, White, uh, White Christmas Christ- is super good. I I really dug that movie, and I like the original version of Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Which this is kind of big. Like it's a Wonderful Life came out in forty six, and Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street came out in forty seven. So that's Ooh. two super good uh, Christmas classics, like almost right back to back. Well, that's yeah. Only, yeah, that's only had a, you know hundred movies a year. <laughs> no, that's true though. That used to be um, a thing where, like, when a movie would come out because there wasn't really home distribution, um, the movie would basically play in theaters for like ten or twelve months. It was essentially like um, Gordy the Pig at at, at Pal Cinema. <laughs> for we had that movie for fifty four weeks. That's yeah, there's a, a niche cut for you. Yeah, we had that movie at our theater for 54 weeks. Um, oh, you tell me that. That's crazy. Yeah, and then a lady came the day we finally got rid of it and got mad because we had no yeah. longer had it. And I was right. like, ma'am, you had a year. Yes, a whole year. To see this movie. Yes. Um, new Christmas movies, other than Anna and the Apocalypse, are supposed to be really good, uh, are from Netflix. There's an animated one called Klaus mm. that is supposed to be super good. And then there's two with um, 
IFB uh, customer Kurt Russell, where he nice. plays um, Santa Claus. I think they're called the Claus Chronicles. Okay. Uh, no, I've yes. not seen either of those. Uh, I, I, I remember reading about them. I never actually watched them. But Have you seen them, Ashley? I have not. What movies do you watch? I want to see any movies. What about the Muppet Christmas Carol? No. No? Benny agrees. No, Benny is wrong. Benny was like, you're crazy. Um, <laughs> for, and then, of course, there's the classics like Frosty the Snowman, uh, Charlie was, Brown's Christmas. I was going to ask, what do you guys think about the claymation Christmas movies like Jack Frost and... Crazy yeah, yeah, yeah. as fuck. But Reindeer, I like them. Yeah, they yes. <laughs> Rudolph. <laughs> no, I like I like staple. <laughs> They're such a staple during Christmas for me anyways. I just I love them. <laughs> yeah. One thing I, I like is like um so Apple basically bought the rights to all the peanut stuff and there was a while there where they were like, Yeah, these are only gonna show on our subscription our subscriber thing and then people are like, That's bullshit. Like we grew up, this is a tradition. So they made it to where, like, I think PBS can play the can play those every year now, which is nice because there is still a thing to say for tradition. I mean, there's all the streaming channels now, but still the fact that you know, hey, mm-hmm. on this day on ABC or PBS, they're going to show like the the Charlie Brown. Yeah, that's, that's, right. that's cool. They're doing that. Just yeah, like my letter, Kenny. You don't fuck with tradition. <laughs> no, you don't. I always felt so bad for. Charlie Brown when he's outside watching everybody else in the, especially his dog. His dog is hanging out with everybody having fun on Christmas and poor Charlie Brown's stuck outside watching. (laughs) I really feel like some shit like that. (laughs) It's like, that's my fucking dog! Why why am I not in there? (laughs) This is bullshit. People wonder why we grew up with issues. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So Christmas songs. I know this is going to be hard, but what is your favorite Christmas song? Oh, wow. Yeah, this is hard. I don't know that I have a favorite one. Honestly, really, I don't. Oh, that's a good one. It's a very I'm going to have to skip my, my for now. I don't, I don't have an answer to that. But if I tell you, I let you, uh, will you let me use it as the outro song? Yes. Sure, I get the name of this right. Oh no! Mine's, mine's a Gangster's Paradise by Coolio. <laughs> yes. A, uh, it, it's a band. It's a band called Audra. That uh, I don't know many other songs they've done, but they were part of a compilation I found once upon a time. Okay. Uh, and the song is "Let the Reindeer Live on My Roof." And That's kind of nice. A, it, it's 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 kind of a it's kind of a weird song, uh, but I love it because it's very. It's just like, look, if you're gonna throw the tree out, just go and put me by the, just go and put me by the road as well. Like, okay. Christmas, Christmas was the was the only joy I was having this year. So if you're gonna throw it all out, just throw me out too. Okay, I'm gonna have to listen to that once we end the episode. Uh, yeah, well, you're gonna play it at the end of the episode, so I'm gonna get to hear it. Um, <laughs> I'm still trying to think what my favorite is, but I can tell you what my least favorite is, and that's the little drummer boy, because oh, baby really? Jesus is a baby. You don't play right. drums right around his fucking ears. <laughs> You're going to hurt baby Jesus there. And here's the thing. Did baby Jesus have powers then? Could he heal his own? Heal? That's a good question. Or is he getting like his eardrums all hurt because the stupid drummer boy can't bring a real gift? <laughs> and I get it. The three wise men had really awesome gifts. 
but you know, you you just say, "Hey, my gift is I'm here. It's my presence. My presence is my present." You don't need to bust out your fucking drums. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I came and I saw, and I'm gonna tell people about it. Like, there you go. Yeah. You don't say, dude, I rocked the shit out of those drums in front of the Messiah. <laughs> and you know, Jesus probably remembered that. You were that motherfucking little kid, weren't you? <laughs> that hurt my eardrums. <laughs> yeah. That's that's I, my least favorite song. Um, All right. Okay. I think my favorite is the Christmas song, um, you know, Chestnuts Roasting Over an Open Fire. That's a good um, one, yeah. I think the... Yep. The Matt King Cole version, I think, is the best version of that song. <laughs> Thank you, Benny. Benny agrees. <laughs> yeah. All That's right. Benny's favorite. What about you, Ash? Do you have one? A favorite Christmas song? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> when I have to go nostalgic again, um, I really like hearing um Celebrate Me Home by Kenny Loggins. And um also the Merry Christmas. Yeah. Thank you, Benny. And also, um, Merry Christmas by Elton John. Um, okay. I like. I, I just love Christmas music, a, a lot of it. But um, I think my least favorite Christmas song is <laughs> Christmas Shoes. Christmas Shoes. Oh fuck! Christmas Shoes is horrible. <laughs> I don't know what the hell. I don't know about oh it. Oh my god! Listen to that when we finish this episode, Scott. That's all I'm gonna okay. say. It's horrible. <laughs> Oh my god, Christmas shoes. <laughs> so bad. And there's another one that I don't know if it's a Christmas song, but people always play it around the holidays called Alice's Restaurant or something like that. That, that was one of oh, yeah. my dad's favorite songs. <laughs> I've never heard that song in my life. My dad and my sister used to listen to it every year. Wasn't it more around Thanksgiving? I think it is a Thanksgiving song, right? Yeah. Is that right, Boston? It's, it's a thanks it's a Thanksgiving so it's always weird because people refer to it as a song, but if you if you were to ask me honestly, it's like a beat poem. Mm-hmm. Oh, like because it, I don't think he ever actually sings any part in the song. He just like plays the guitar and tells you a story. Right. Okay. So he's like that. Wear more sunshade, uh, sunscreen. Where it's just got yes. like a okay. All right. Very um, I think recently a big song has become Last Christmas, just because people try to avoid hearing that song. Uh, Whamageddon? Yes, it becomes a giant game. Uh, Scott, what is your favorite Christmas song? I don't know. I've been trying to think. I don't, I don't necessarily have a favorite Christmas song. Just throw I, I do some. Uh, we'll go Jingle Bells. <laughs> no, it's... it's, 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 it's uh, a Christmas song. Yeah. Fuck it, Jingle Bells. No, man. You gotta have the Chipmunk song. (laughs) Yeah, the Chipmunk song. That's it. (laughs) Christmas and Hollis. Yes. I worked at Toys R Us one year um, for Christmas time, and they played that damn Alvin and the Chipmunks Christmas album on repeat. (sighs) Oh, and no. Let me tell you, I was making a minimum wage at that time, and that was not, yeah, I should have been paying a lot more for having to listen to that. Um, no joke, but you should have got promoted. Do you remember when we had 94.3 The X? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, and they would, like, every Christmas season, they would play uh, the 12, Days of, 12 Days of Kwanzaa. Um, I think that was when they would also play Devil Went to Jamaica. I don't know how, why that was uh, connected. <laughs> 
Okay. And then they would play uh, the Cheech and Chong, the, the Cheech and Chong bit where like, it's like, yeah, Santa's coming, man. Like, oh, yeah, I know Santa, man. Oh, like, yeah. Man, we used to play together, man. Like, what? Oh, oh. Santa, man. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's not Santa. Oh, yeah. That's such a good song. Oh, man. I miss it. Way, way better than that damn jingle bell nonsense that Scott pushed out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, uh, fun, fun uh, sorry, I'll, I'll let you go. Just, just, I'll, I'll, I'll let you finish. Um, I'll let you but, finish. Uh, fun fun fact that uh, people need to know, and if you don't know this already, here you know. Uh, jingle bells and war pigs can be sung to the same cadences. What? Really? Uh, Perform this for us. Animals gather in their masses. Fa la 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 la. Just like witches at black masses. Fa la 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 la. <laughs> The other one's That's harder amazing. to do with my voice right now. <laughs> I think you're doing great. Um, I do actually like the 12 Days of Christmas song. Yeah. Do you bad. think that was just them like trying to show off Hanukkah? Because you know Hanukkah's maybe, a big day, so they're maybe like, it was. fuck maybe you, so. Hanukkah, we're not going to give you anything. Here's 12 Days of our, <laughs> yeah. of our holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of people right now kind of crap all over Mariah Carey. Because I guess oh, like, she's... Her. Yeah, she's this? everywhere now. Yeah, um, and you know she doesn't want a lot for Christmas, and you're apparently not a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's somebody had a meme that said it's the best burn ever, and it really is. But she's like, I don't need a lot for Christmas. I just want you. So that's a good burn. Wait a minute. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But, One that uh, a lot of I'm... people. Oh, go ahead. Exactly. I'm so sorry. I was just going to say, Boston, it's funny that you mentioned war pigs because that's a great segment to what I was going to say. Um, or segue, say, segue. Um, <laughs> have you guys heard I'm Santa Claus by Ozzy Osbourne? Yes. Uh, well, <laughs> no. I don't, think it's, I don't think it's actually Ozzy, but yeah. I don't know if it's Ozzy, but it's like, it, you know, it goes to the I'm Iron uh, Man. I don't know what I have, actually. Oh, it's fantastic. It's one of the other yeah. ones that, that 94.3 used to play every Christmas. Mm-hmm. I must Love hear it. this now. You have to. Yeah. I am Santa Claus. It's yes. Great. Ah, good times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ryan, back to you. Uh, hold up. Did we lose Ryan? Oh, no. Did we lose Ryan again? Wait, wait. Can I change mine to the, what's it, the, the, the for Christmas vacation, the, the Mele, Mele Kalikamaki? <laughs> I don't know how you say that, but can I pick that? Mele Kalikamaki. Yeah. Mele Kalikamaki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. We, wait. Ryan, Ryan's back. I'm back. Yay. Wait, did you guys just stop the podcast for a second? I didn't no, know you were gone. I, I, I changed going. my answer to what my new favorite Christmas song was while you were gone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and somebody else is saying I can't pronounce Mele, it. Meli Kalikimaka. That's right. That's the one. Yes. Yeah. Wait, what is your favorite Christmas song? I'll let Boston say it again. Oh, no, no. You, you had to say it this time. <laughs> yeah. Meli Kalikimaki. I don't know how you say it. <laughs> Are you drunk? It's a Christmas vacation. Mel, what? Okay, say it again, Scott. We're gonna get through this. <laughs> I can't say it. I can't pronounce it. You, you do. You do know the song we're talking about, though, right, Ryan? Um, uh, no. Merry Christmas old, in Hawaiian. Yes, exa- exactly. Okay. Yes. Yeah, it's it's the, it's an old Bing Crosby song that totally isn't racist. Uh, called Melakaliki <laughs> Maka, which is allegedly how you say Merry Christmas in Hawaiian. 
Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure that's not a real thing because nobody just holiday. nobody want to stand up to Bing Crosby. You got to admit though, right, his rendition right. of the Little Drummer Boy is pretty good too. Okay. Wait a minute. Yeah. What are you saying? Wait a minute. It's Bing Crosby and David Bowie. <laughs> Wait, what? You never saw? You never heard it? It's like a famous. Uh, from the 70s, this is before Bing Crosby, I think, was doing the Star Child or whatever he called it, where Bing Crosby had like was doing like some kind of like cheesy um, TV special, and him and then uh, David <laughs> David Bowie for some reason is in his house, and then they sing the Little Drummer Boy. Holy shit! Yeah, they <laughs> sing Peace on Earth slash the Little Drummer Boy. And also, um, uh, David Bowie went on to do Star Child. Uh, Bing Crosby just died. <laughs> yeah. yeah um hence i don't like little drummer boy but just the whole fact that bing crosby and david bowie are singing together is kind of brilliant yeah, but i need to hear that, was the, there was just that weird spot of like kind of hate little drummer boy but it's one version yeah <laughs> fucking metal and a song that i really like that a lot of people i think hate for a christmas song and i love it is little saint nick by the beach boys I, I like Little Saint Nick. Thank you, Boston. Scott, yeah, are I'm, you into it? I actually like the Beach Boys. I can't have to figure how it even went, honestly. Beach Boys are Beach it. Boys are amazing. I like when tying this all back to Dave Coulier. I like when Uncle Jesse uh, became <laughs> nice. part of the Beach Boys. Oh, we all remember uh, that episode of Full House, right, where Uncle Jesse gets to become their new drummer. I mean, they made a whole they don't made a whole, made a whole, made a whole <laughs> video <laughs> with him. We have a lot of Christmas songs we have to listen to when we're done with this episode. I got to hear the Mecca High, Mecca Heine Ho one. Mecca Hockey Bucky is the same. Yeah, it still gets to me. Is, uh, yeah, John Stamos. Like, they, they, the Beach Boys released Pet Sounds, mm-hmm. a, an album that is so, so amazing that the Beatles actively be like, we have to respond to this. We can't just let them do this, can we? Like, we have to do something in response. And so they made Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Band. Really? And then the next thing, mm-hmm. the next thing the Beach Boys do, they do nothing until fucking Kokomo. <laughs> John Stamos say... on stupid fucking drums. Yeah. Well, they did something before that. They, they, they befriended uh, Charles Manson. And they hung out with him a bit. Uh, uh, Kelly Clarkson just brought out a new song this year, a new Christmas song called Christmas Isn't Cancelled, Just You. <laughs> so go on with your bad self, Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, there you go. I've always loved yeah. Kelly Clarkson. So, big question. Are you a firm believer Christmas songs should only be played the day after Thanksgiving until Christmas or you can listen to Christmas songs year-round? I am a Thanksgiving... Uh, I, I believe in the Thanksgiving barrier. Yeah, okay. I believe it's just right there with the trees after Thanksgiving or nothing. Okay. Um, yes. Ash? <clears throat> I've been known to listen to Christmas music all year round. Nice. Well, mm-hmm. you're a rebel then. I am okay <laughs> with people listening to Christmas songs whenever they want to, especially with how shitty the last few years have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I myself yeah. don't listen till. The stroke of midnight after Thanksgiving, sitting there with a the little go. piece of it's like, it's, like it's, it's, it's special if you're listening for certain times of the year, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, does it hold? It doesn't hold the feel the same if you, if, it, if it's playing all year round. No, I get it, and you can yeah, you can only listen to Mecca Heine How once like so many okay. times. 
Exactly. Oh, yeah. Locky locky only happens once, you know, every few months a year. <laughs> and good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> now, you had something you wanted to talk about with Christmas songs, though, Boston. And I think we should talk about it. I did. But uh, I do want to say, yeah, I should clarify that I feel like retail outlets should not be allowed to play Christmas oh, for uh, uh, Thanksgiving. I get that 100%. In personal yeah. life, yeah, I, I listen, uh, hell, I listen to um, one of my one of my favorite musicians does a version of, I can't remember the name of the song, but he does like the whole thing in Hebrew and it's just fantastic. It's like, I will listen nice. to that just ran, random days during the week. I'm just like, you know what I want to listen to? <laughs> Shalom. And then okay. just fucking rock out to it but nice i don't think i've ever heard that song uh, i will send it in the chat okay one of my favorite christmas albums uh not my like songs in particular but one of my favorite christmas albums is by uh bad religion which is a you know 80s punk band and they did this amazing thing where they took the christmas songs and played them like punk songs okay Ooh. It put this whole different feeling and vibe on the songs, and I realized how many songs that we sing at Christmas aren't, especially hymns, aren't actually Christmas songs. Example. So, for one, and I actually, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling this from. I am going to be pulling this from a Christian website, not the Wicked Atheist I was listening to. Are you allowed to look at Christian websites? I am allowed that I am I'm no longer banned from Christian websites. They allow yes. me back in. What about um, Christian Mingle? Oh come Emmanuel. <laughs> oh come, oh come Emmanuel is Is that what they say in Christian Mingle sites? <laughs> <laughs> oh come, oh come all right. Uh, mm, oh my. Yeah. But uh Oh come, oh come Emmanuel and ransom captive Israel. That mourns in lonely exile here until the Son of God appear. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. That sounds like a rhyme that you would listen to as you were going to go hunt for treasure for a pirate. What a rhyme! <laughs> yeah. Uh, o come, thou rod of Jesse free, thine own from Satan's tyranny. From depths yes. of hell thy people save and give them victory o'er the grave. Like so, this isn't even. There you'll find a treasure buried. Yeah, like this is like this is this is part of the like, it's it is part of the prophecy of him like saying that the child is going to come, but it's it's written from the same people that like Judas would have followed, who are like, mm -hmm. oh, Emmanuel, dude's coming. Yeah, he's a war god. Okay. Uh, he's gonna come and smite everyone. He's gonna come. He's gonna free us. We're gonna be awesome. It's gonna be great. Like, it's a war song. It is a battle cry, this song. And so, like, and, and especially hearing it with their, with that, like, military beat and the yeah. the, the, the guitars is, ugh. That makes it, it pretty you, metal. It you pumped. Yeah. But the biggest one, uh, the biggest one is Joy to the World. Now, that's definitely a Christmas song. No, it is not a Christmas oh. song. Joy to the World has nothing to do with the birth of Christ. It is about the second coming. It says joy to the world for he is born, right? Or something like that. Joy to the world, the Lord has come. Let earth receive her king. Let every yeah. heart prepare him room and heaven and nature sing. And heaven and nature sing. But it's... Uh, heaven and nature it? sing. 
No more let sins and sorrows grow. No more let sins and sorrows grow, nor thorns infest the ground. He comes to make his blessings flow far as the curse is found. It's it is not about him being born and you know be, be, being that that first prophecy. It is about the second the prophecy of the second coming when he returns and uh, wipes the slate clean. Huh? Because. It, because if if you if you've forgotten under certain uh, certain circumstances, a lot of a lot of hymns are uh, a lot of hymns are about the apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, there's a and, there's a lot of there's a lot of apocalypse uh, talk going around treasure. Christmas time. Yep. Apocalypse <laughs> and, and treasure. treasure yeah. Yes, <laughs> that's that's a good take on that. Honestly, yeah, um, I agree. Yeah, way to make us all feel like we're worshiping the devil, Boston. <laughs> oh no, that's uh, what, what what was the meme for that one? That was uh, having a wonderful Christmas time. Yes. Oh, that is a great meme where they're like, it suddenly you can tell like somebody's walked in. We're having a simply a wonderful Christmas simply time. Have a wonderful Christmas time. No, my favorite Christmas song because I don't think I mention it is the bells of Carol or something like that. The one that goes. Carol the bells. Yep. I'll never not hear ding fries are done, ding fries are done. <laughs> <Get a> run. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um so we probably should uh, go ahead. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say the uh the Mannheim the Mannheim Steen Rover Yeah. The ah, fuck. <laughs> the Mannheim Mannheim Steamroller. Is it Mannheim or uh no it's trans- <laughs> Uh, Trans-Siberian Trans-Siberian orchestra version of Carol the Bells is my favorite. There. So good, yeah. Pentatonics try to do it, and I'm kind of over Pentatonics now. It's like sometimes... I was over Pentatonics when they first came out. Really? I oh, I... There, there is there's some good acapella out there. They're not. Yeah, it. Traffic Jam. Traffic Jam is obviously Traffic the best. Jam. Yes. Hell yeah, Traffic they will, Jam. They will be reunited. Uh, it's 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 going to happen. Yep. Um, our friend uh, that is the uh, founding member of Traffic Jam that also worked on the Walking uh, Walking Dead uh, 2 series show um, just mm-hmm. announced uh, recently he's working now on the new interview with the Vampire TV show. Mm. Yeah, and so he's, really? uh, he's going to come on the show um, closer probably to launch of the show to kind of discuss it. Um, you know what it's going to be? Yeah, I don't know. I think they're just now starting production. I don't know if they've okay. even cast... Um, let me see if they've cast the, the Rose. Um, I'm not a really big, I think, Anne Rice vampire fan, but I did like yeah. that movie. Oh, yeah, I love that movie. I want to see someone bold enough to make Anne Rice's... Sleeping Beauty. Wait, she did a... Sleeping Beauty. She sure did. And, uh... <laughs> she sure did. <laughs> wow, I didn't let's know just, that. Let's just say... Let's just say... Uh, it... Let's just say it makes Fifty Shades of Grey look like a children's book. It certainly does. Wait, wait, quick question before we get back to that part. You've not seen Die Hard, but you've seen the Anne Rice's Sleeping Beauty. Uh, I've read it. (laughs) Oh, oh, okay, it's only a book, okay. And it's like, is it pretty X-rated? Oh, yeah. What he said about making Fifty Shades of Grey look look like a kid's book, it's, it's... Spot on. Did they do something <laughs> sexual with Sleeping Beauty? Let's let's say <laughs> let, let's just let's just say that a few years ago I would have totally just started ranting about what I know about this book. Mm-hmm. But okay. at least these days I would put severe trigger warnings 
before I started talking. So we're just going to do that. Yes. It okay. Oh, it's like that. Oh, yeah. It's, and it's yeah, a trilogy. It Wait, what? <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot about the other two. Yes. Okay, so does it follow the classic format of Sleeping Beauty? Well, not uh, even well, a little. Not. I don't. We'll, we'll, I, we'll talk a little bit after the when we start recording. Yeah. Wow. Um. So it looks like I don't. I can't see here who's playing an interview with vampire, but I know it's also AMC. So our boy is sticking close to AMC. Um, All right. But they have planned for uh, 2022. Uh, and then hopefully soon after that, Sleeping Beauty. Thank. Because <laughs> I'm curious. I, I feel like they have, they have to do Cinderella now. Exactly. But two things to Google at your own discretion. Yeah. Uh, Anne Rice. Sleeping Beauty. And the name of H.P. Lovecraft's cat. Wait, what? I gotta oh, Google that right saying. now. Uh, okay. So, uh, do we have any recommendations? I think that's Wait. about the time that we're doing now, right? Is that a... Uh, uh, no, we, we have forgotten one thing. We've not done pen oh, pals yes. yet. Yeah, we got to do, do pen pals. pals. All right. Yeah, I need to know what the response was. Oh, it's so good. All right, so William listened to it. He was upset with our bashing a Watergate salad. Right, right. And he did not like your pecan pie thing. He said, tell Scott, there is not enough cool whip in the world to make pecans not taste like dirt. <laughs> so your friendship's got a little bit of a roughy, rough start there. I know, I know. Did, did, did he accept my apology? Um, He did. He did. Okay. And he did say here, and this is stuff that I'm not going to understand. Okay. He said he enjoyed the episode. He said the Dark Tower quote that you gave was dope. Nice. And that his response to that was... <laughs> I don't understand at all what any of this means. Okay, okay. First comes smiles, then lies, last is gunfire. We are round and roll as we do. <laughs> nice. Okay. All right. So you know, and I'm sure there's Stephen King fans out there in the audience that are going, that was a really damn good quote. Nice. I respect that, Will. Okay. Yeah, so that's so, my, really... my only question to Will. Yeah. Uh, that, that I need a response to. Are we BFFs again? Okay, you want to know, and hopefully it's Christmas time, so I'm hoping for a Christmas miracle here. I I hope so too. I, I I'm I'm hoping to make things right in the in the waters again. You know. Yeah, we can only hope. We can only hope. The, that's the only question I have is that one question, and that could be okay. relayed at the next episode. And this has been another episode of Podcast Pen Pals. Do we have an outro song for this? Boston, or is it just... I'm just going to play the same one backwards. I hope it doesn't say stuff like, Come all ye faithful, celebrate the devil. <laughs> uh, you obviously wait, know what, the what words really that? well. Wait, wait, what, what is that song? I don't even yeah. know what it is. I'm also really good at improv with songs. Um, <laughs> has anybody played any? I know we, we just last, we last met around like a day before thanksgiving has anybody played anything new that they want to talk about i have okay uh so i, I think it's pretty well known about now that i'm a i'm a masochist when it comes to gaming apparently yep. uh so i like getting my ass kicked uh so <laughs> i i recently discovered that uh game pass put mortal shell uh on there okay. uh which mortal shell is basically you know uh uh dark souls Souls-like. Yeah, it's yeah. Souls-like. It's like an homage to, to that series. Um, so, I mean, if you 
if you are a, a fan of Dark Souls or, or any of the Souls games at all, uh, you will absolutely uh, like Mortal Shell. Like I, I'm digging it. Very, I, I've not played too much of it yet, but uh, I played yeah. enough to know that I really am digging it so far. Okay, and it's it's really hard too. Like it's just it's it's Souls like hard. Oh God, is it like oh. the same kind of setting, like knights and everything? Yeah, uh, it is, and it's 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 got the same kind of vague storyline where you have to kind of figure out what's going on, you know. Okay. Uh, but the, the one thing that's different uh, is you're, it's it's I can't tell yet what you are. I'm not sure if you're some sort of a demon or you're because you're some sort of a weird looking creature. But you you find these shells of these fallen knights, uh, and oh. you can inhabit their shells, and each one has different abilities. Uh, so so you can you know if you and you've got these items, you can pick up. That lets you switch between the two, uh, or I mean, there's more than just two, but two is all I found so far. Okay. Um, so yeah, I really kind of like that feature in the game. Um, but but yeah, uh, but other than a few other things like that, it, it definitely feels like a Souls game. Okay, and it's uh, Xbox Game Pass. X- Xbox Game Pass, you got it. Nice. Uh, what about you, Boston? Are you still being a space pirate, or have you tried anything else recently? Uh, I have. Well, I have been playing. I've been a space, a space pirate. Okay. Um, and I am currently, well, apparently it froze, but I'm currently downloading um, Halo Infinite's campaign missions. Ooh. But I, so there was a game that came to Game Pass that I have always wanted for a very long time. And okay. I am upset with myself that I did not get into the series when it first uh, launched. Which and is? That is the se- Serious Sam. Oh, okay. Oh. So, serious, I never had that though either, is it? so it's really good. So, well, uh, okay. Is it really good? No. Is it? Is it a comparable game to like Doom uh, twenty sixteen and yeah. what? Uh, what? Uh, Wolfenstein. Duke Nukem Four. Sh- well, what Duke Nukem Forever should have been? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. It is because that's even the thing. Is the, the whole deal with Serious Sam was uh, a, a dev team was like, I'm sick and tired of waiting for Duke Nukem Forever to drop. We're just gonna make our own, <laughs> and made serious sam and it was it's just been this weird little cult cult classic for a long time but uh serious sam 4 is available on the game pass and it is <sighs> the dialogue alone as i'm sitting here being like why how did i sleep on this for so long uh-huh. all right cool i'm gonna check that out nice. then. and game pass you said mm-hmm. nice i'll have and it's like um the humor is kind of like duke nukem style humor uh yes without being uh, they, they, they have it, it's that same it's that same great uh, general idea, but they're real good about making it not. What's the what's the word? I don't want to say non problematic, but like they definitely like they they know their they know their audience. Okay. And they're like, oh yeah, that's just like we did, we 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 don't do that anymore. <laughs> okay, and the writing is uh, is clever. Writing is real clever, uh, although. One of the characters takes a lot of influence from Shepard Book from Firefly. Yeah, okay. Where he's like, I have my shotgun, I have my faith, I'm packed, let's go. <laughs> that's awesome, man. That's, this is so much on the Game Pass, Um, it's ridiculous. Man, that's two, two more reasons right there why you should have a Game Pass. <sighs> Yep. Like, yeah. just... I feel like I've worked for Microsoft as much as I've, I've tried to, to sell <laughs> They need to Pass, support so I... this podcast, damn it. Um, I know, they do, exactly. And I've uh, been playing. It's a, it's a, my game. I, I've been playing is on Xbox. It's also in the PlayStation families, and I think the Switch, just recently for PlayStation, the Switch. It's not on the Game Pass. 
um, but it's called Death's Door. Um, it's an isometric, top-down, uh, almost like a Zelda game, uh, where you play a Grim Reaper, who's a crow, and you have right. a sword, and you're basically, you're supposed to capture this soul, the soul gets taken from you, and until you can retrieve that soul, you're basically mortal and can die. It's, uh, it's a mixture of Legend of Zelda with some Dark Souls. Cause it's not as tough as Dark Souls because you can grind and get yourself powerful, which is what I did. Um, mm. But it's fantastic. I think it's just two people have made this game. Um, it looks good. It plays really, really well. Um, I think the writing on it is clever. Um, I hope it comes to Game Pass soon because I think there's going to be a lot of people that are going to really, really dig it. It seems like it's winning a lot of like... um, yeah, it's coming up a lot on a lot of people's uh, best games of the year um, lists. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Polygon put it as their fifth favorite game of the year. Um, it's okay. really, it's really good. It's, it's oh, super fifth strong. Favorite. Gotcha. <laughs> I know, stupid. Um, but no, it's it's excellent. It seems like it has a decent length too. I'm about ten hours in, even though like two or three hours I was grinding. Um, but I think I don't think i'm close to halfway through yet um Ooh. but yeah super fun um what, the, the, well the combination between legend of zelda and dark souls you have me sold with that right there yeah and you play as a crow and the crow does crow stuff okay. he doesn't talk he does like a little you know how crows do with their their heads he does that kind of stuff he's a crow yeah that does crow stuff man there's also this awesome place you go to called the sunken sailor and the person behind the bar the sunken sailor is obvious a octopus that is manipulating a corpse. <laughs> and it says stuff like, do you want soup? You can trust me. I use my hands like any human would. <laughs> say that daily. <laughs> yes. And it's fantastic. Um, have you been playing any games, Ashley? I know the last time we spoke, you're, you're not a big uh, new gamer. Um, <clears throat> I mean... Not really. Um, I, okay. Like I mentioned earlier, I like Cuphead. I, I I do love the graphics on that that game, and I really can't wait for the new the new one to drop. But uh, last time I was on the the show, um, I talked about zombies ate my neighbors. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. And um, you told me about Ghoul Patrol, and I've never played it, so um, I stole my sister's Switch and nice. Um, yeah, and uh, I I uh, downloaded both the zombies ate my neighbors and the gold patrol package and it's pretty cool it's close enough to the original game um to keep me interested and then you can also jump so i thought that was pretty well cool. there you go yeah. yeah and it's a good deal on switch too right both the games for like 15 bucks 15 bucks yeah yeah that's a good deal all right so yeah. now it's time for recommendations Woo! and ashley i think this time we're gonna let you go first so nobody steals you your go. recommendations okay <laughs> i don't think they will because this i don't i don't think you guys are into the, this kind of stuff but i'm still gonna recommend it um two things uh and the reason i say that is because earlier we were talking about christmas songs and i know that people have a lot of discrepancy against um baby it's cold outside yeah because it's kind of rapey um yeah kind of yeah just a, just a tad um yeah. but there's this movie on netflix it's a cute little rom-com and it's called love hard it's got the girl from vampire diaries as well as um jimmy o gang um silicon valley right yes 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 and um there's this one scene where they're singing baby it's cold outside and he does like the the version where um 
it's, it's not so rapey. It's really cute. Okay. So if, if you don't watch the whole movie, I would, I would suggest, you know, just watching that part. It's, it's really, really adorable how they switch it around. And, um, awesome. yeah, but, uh, it's called love heart on Netflix. And how I do you like the movie I, itself. I did, but it, like okay. I said, it's a rom-com. So seen love heart, but I haven't seen die hard. Hmm. It's it's yeah that's true mm-hmm. that's why it's called Love Hard. because they actually they actually talk about in the movie if if uh, they actually argue about Die Hard being a Christmas movie oh that's awesome nice. yeah <laughs> um and uh, I, I will recommend a show um it's a cutesy little uh, what am I trying to say uh just like you are allowed sitcom. to do two recommendations Ashley only one oh yeah. did, did it talk no, I'm, kidding. Oh, I'm, kidding. I'm kidding I'm kidding <laughs> so what what's the show you can't you can't give it to me once and not again. Um, so it's it's a um it's a sitcom and it's called Ghosts. Um, oh, it's, okay. It's a really cute. Uh, it's just a like a feel good show. Um, yeah. It's got the girl from iZombie, Zombie. If you ever saw that. Mm, yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. She's the she's the Is main star. Ghosts? Yeah. It's called they, Ghosts. Plural. Is that the one where? Um, she they 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 move into like a mansion or it's full of ghosts uh-huh. and she has a near death experience and she can see the ghosts now. That's exactly right. And it's actually really funny. Uh you wouldn't think that it'd be you'd think it'd be super cheesy like most, you know, sitcoms are sitcoms. nowadays, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's super cute and super funny. Okay. I have been wanting to see it because I know it's based on a BBC sitcom that just started like three years ago. So I thought mm-hmm. that was kind of crazy that they made an American version of it that fast. Right. Um, but it's quality. It, it really is. I really do suggest it. And what's it on? Um, actually, we saw it on Hulu. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, think I think it's, it's on Paramount Plus. Oh, it, I think it is too. It's actually, it's, um, it airs on CBS, but. Okay. Yeah. I think okay. we watched it on Hulu. Yep. I'm not trying to go explain right. you. <laughs> no, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, Boston, do you want to go next? I would like to recommend going outside. No. Um, <laughs> Take a nice stroll. Yes. Loving yourself. There you go. Let's let's love uh, ourselves, guys. Find Actually, I'm just gonna. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna phrase it like this. Uh, I recommend anybody if you have a PC. Um, go to itch.io, uh, itch.io, and just go go to that website. And oh no! Go to that website and just find find some indie games. Find some okay. like, weird, weird fringe games that you never thought you would enjoy. Uh, the majority of them are going to be horror games. That's that's fine. That's okay. Yeah, I'm down with that. that. Um. And just just kind of play around with itch.io and just go see see all Itch. the wonderful things they have that you can download for free or oh. uh, you know throw some money. A lot a lot of games are free, or you can go uh, you know throw some money at the developers because they are people who need to eat food. Cool. But um, yeah, that's that's kind of what I've been doing in my spare time is just finding some weird weird shit on itch.io and uh, playing. I've never it. heard of this. Any like certain game that you want to nice. shout out? Uh, nope, because it is uh, eighteen and up and NSFW. Okay, so, so don't, don't play these it. games at work. So I don't want to. Oh, oh, I play it at work. Oh. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, that's incredible. I am going to recommend Hawkeye. 
Um, okay. It's the new okay. uh, Marvel show. I think by the time I think this is going to come out like next week, so right around episode four just aired before we recorded this. So I think this episode is going to come out right around episode five, which the rumors are episode five is going to break the internet. Um, it's super fun. Uh, Haley Steinfeld is fantastic as Kate Bishop. Um, they brought in Francis Poe's character from Black Widow. Um, the rumor is um, the rumor is uh, Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin is going to be showing up in this, and this is how they're going Ooh. to start pushing towards new Daredevil. Because, like you know, the last few years after Netflix canceled Daredevil. Marvel couldn't use those characters at all for like two years. Um, that contract's up. And Kevin Feige this weekend came out and said, in our Marvel universe, Charlie Cox is Daredevil. Yes. So I did see that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So the rumor is that this is going to lead into maybe a new Daredevil series. Um, there's a big rumor that Daredevil should that Daredevil shows up in Spider-Man No Way Home as Peter Parker's lawyer. Um Big rumors coming out that this is where they're headed with that. I hope it means that maybe the return of Jessica Jones and uh, Luke Cage. Iron Fist can stay it off to the side. We're, we're good yeah, for we now, Iron Fist. Yeah, um, but it's exciting. But on its own, it's a fun show. I kind of wish, though, that the creators of the show would give David Aha a little bit more credit because he's the um, artist that did the Hawkeye series that they're using. And the fonts, the colors, some of the dialogue is lifted straight from the Matt Fraction, David Aha, Hawkeye series. And I wish Disney was a little better at giving credit to the original creators. Um, well, I mean, this is yeah. Disney. You saw what they did with, you know, all fairy tales. Yeah, they're kind of scummy. Um, but uh, the episode starts brilliant. The show starts brilliantly. They do a uh, Rogers the Musical where they're showing like what happened during uh, when, the, you know, the first Avengers movie uh, set to a musical and it's fantastic. Um, Jeremy Renner is fun on the show. Uh, there's a dog named Pizza Dog. Um, super good show. I think it's only six episodes, um, and it's going to spin out like a couple shows. So I think by the time this podcast airs, they'll almost be done. So you'll have the whole thing to binge for all you crazy people out there that like to binge. Not me. Like me. Um, Scott, did you have any recommendations? Uh, well, I mean, I do, I do really, I know what I talked about, but I do really like, um, Mortal Shell. Uh, I do recommend that if, if you're into any, any, uh, kind of hard games at all, uh, any difficult games, definitely, definitely try that out. Uh, okay. but I do want to recommend a sh- uh, show as well that I know we've talked about it on before. I don't yeah. think I brought it up, uh, but I cannot stress enough how much you have to watch Murders in the Building. Okay. Oh, only murders in the building. Yeah. Oh, only murders in the building. Yeah, I'm sorry. Right, right. right. Uh, I, I think I finished. I went to visit a friend of mine out of state, uh, and we started it. And I think we finished it the same night we started, or the very next day. Like we could not. Every single episode leaves you where you just you just you have to watch the next episode. Like it is yeah. that good. And and the the whole like you can just tell the chemistry that those three have. Um, you know that that, that it's obvious they hit it off in real life. Like as they. They just play so well together. Um, I, I just I cannot recommend that show enough. It really speaks wonders about Selena Gomez because uh, the other two have been working together for years. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. Well, that, right. That's what I really mean, right? Because of her, uh, yeah, interactions with those two. Yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. She she uh, interacts with them a lot. Like I don't know if she has recently, but on her Twitter page, she posts a lot of times with like, "I'm oh, sorry," or TikTok. 
posts a lot of videos with Steve Martin and Martin Short. So she seems like she's getting awesome. on really well with them. Yeah. And I think the show just got renewed for a second season. Oh, good. God, I can't wait. Yeah. And we should have soon, maybe this coming year in 2022, our friend Tiffany Owen, who works at Hulu, uh, helps, helps uh, pick out the content. So at that point, we're going to give her a high five over this show. Heck yeah. Absolutely <laughs> yeah. we will. Yeah, I need to finish it. I don't know what's wrong with me. Oh my god, you haven't finished it? No, I'm stupid. How, how, how have you not finished it? <laughs> not stupid. I don't know I'm stupid, okay, Scott? <laughs> no, I, no I, just mean, I just mean how have you not finished it, because I couldn't, I couldn't stop watching yeah, I'm stupid, it. Ryan. I need to get into it. Um, I know me and Dave are about to watch TV when we get done here, but I think we yeah. were planning to watch something else, but maybe I'll try how to get How far are you into the show? <laughs> You call me stupid, so I don't want to tell you. I didn't call you stupid. You called yourself stupid. I didn't call you stupid. I finished episode one. Okay, okay, okay. Well, maybe maybe that's maybe it's because you haven't gotten you've only got one episode. Yeah. Maybe it takes a few episodes to really get you. I hooked. watch a lot of TV. I know, I know, I know you do. I watch too much. That, that is, yeah. That was something I've always I, I kind of wanted to talk to talk about at one point, like going forward with the podcast. Is like now you know as the years come to a close. Like we are running into that issue where like there's just there is just too much media. Yeah. Like there's just what is it? Uh, someone said there's there is more there's more things being uploaded to YouTube in a day than like a human being could watch in their lifetime. No, it's it's ridiculous, and that's why I'm kind of glad that we do the recommendation. That's why I think it's the only segment we really do is because we can help people find stuff to watch in all this incredible sea of content mm -hmm. yeah because like you I said stuff like give my opinions yeah oh <laughs> <laughs> like this thing that you recommended tonight i've never even heard of it and so oh, yeah what, what recommended the side yeah yeah oh no me either i've got to pull up on my on my laptop right now i'm looking at it right now yeah and then, then actually busted out some kind of damn christmas movie i've never heard of <laughs> i know i know <laughs> it's so much content uh yeah, it's 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 kind of too much. I think it's gonna sooner or later it's got to burst, right? You would think. Yeah, but I don't, but like, what would the what would that burst be, right? Like, yeah, just the content gets like, crappier. Oh, no. I just keep thinking of the Well, I disagree. This is like a golden age for TV right now. Games are fantastic. Uh, maybe there's an argument that movies aren't as good as they used to be. Um, yeah, it could, yeah, maybe. But, and I don't watch uh, a lot of this that? YouTube. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, uh, Ashley. Oh, so, uh, so sorry. I was I was just gonna say, like, uh, in in the movie Idiocracy, when he's their their favorite, the whole world's favorite show is people getting hit in the nuts. Okay, um, so <laughs> I, I feel like it's only fair for me to turn tables on myself right now oh, because shit. I have never seen that movie, and wow. I've heard it's phenomenal. Well, you're living it now. Huh? Well, yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> my favorite part of the movie is that they um, use Mountain Dew for all their farming. Brondo. Effectively Monster. Yes. Uh, is it Brondo? <laughs> yeah, the Mon Mondo Energy Drinks. Uh, and uh, Tiny Lister is the president. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's well, a fun fact? Oh, uh, there are commercials that you can find on YouTube for uh, the Brondo energy drinks. Oh, yeah. That's nice. It's amazing. 
All right. So yeah. I think. That, oh, so I, I think I think they yeah I think they did kind of miss the miss the ball on that where everybody. Of course, then again, uh, we did all we did all watch uh, Big Bang Theory for a while, so maybe maybe bad TV still has a place. Yeah. <laughs> it's comfort TV is what because I, I watched ten seasons of Big Bang Theory, and I don't think I ever really laughed. But I watched it because it was comfort TV. It's very weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, I guess we should start wrapping this up like a Christmas present. <laughs> Getting ready for uh, all those holidays. Yep. Remember, though, uh, remember, all holidays matter. <laughs> all right. And with that, uh, thank you so awesome. much, Ashley, for coming on two weeks or two episodes in a row. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's incredible. Thank you guys for having me. This is yeah. Of course. It's been an honor. With us. <laughs> it was a it was a lot of fun. So, uh hopefully we'll we'll, we'll see you we'll hopefully we'll see you in the new year. You're uh, a holiday bitch. I am. <laughs> ho ho ho. <laughs> and with that, uh, thank you internet for joining us on this uh, episode of the podcast. Uh we're going to hang it up and we'll see you all in the next one. Uh good Bye. night and Merry, merry, merry something. Yeah. <laughs> Happy holidays. We love you guys. The Christmas lights are up, but it feels like Christmas. There isn't even snow on the ground, but it feels like Christmas. It isn't even November yet, but it feels like Christmas Don't take the tree down yet, I don't want to be over Let the reindeer live in my room Don't open the presents, just let them be Cause I don't want it to be over Cause I don't want it to be over We got a song for Pen Pals now, don't we? Yes, I have an intro song for Pen Pals. So. Ooh, what is okay. it? That'll be playing right now. Yeah, we can listen. Pretend that it's we've already heard it, Scott, and it's not being edited. Yes, uh, that's, that's, that's what I meant. I knew what it was. <laughs>